to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is the 2002 superhero opus Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man? Uh, Eli Spiderman. Eli Speed. Eli Speederman's movie. Now, before we uh, before we talk about who's at the table today, I don't know what just happened. I just, just want to put confused. that down. Confused. Confused. Okay, for the okay. for the listeners at home, I tend to. And it's actually about you, Mike. Oh, when we say how exciting. We <laughs> say Dorkman. Yeah. Uh, instead of Dorkman, I tend to say Dorkman. Uh, so it's a joke. It's like it's not Spiderman. It's Spiderman. Ironman. In any case, I don't understand the pop relation. In your, <laughs> pop in the first Spiderman movie. Press play, then press pause again once the Columbia logo fades to black. The first frame that you perceive of all black, your best guess, press pause. I have pressed pause here, and in a second I will say three, two, one, unpause, at which point you'll press play, I'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. And it'll be like any other commentary, except this time, instead of having some director who's going to say the movie was good, you're going to have three friends or four friends in your head that will say it was... um. In fact, quite bad. Uh, at the table today is Mr. Hey, don't, Brian don't include me. William Finifter. Uh-huh. Hello. Uh, you can include me. Michael uh, Dorkman Scott. Hi, everybody. And Anthony, Mr. I Will Fight You Alba. Hello. God, that was awesome. <laughs> All right, Brian, how do you feel about this movie? Please, for the love of God, tell me that you don't favor this, this piece of shit. I, well, I don't know about piece of shit, but it's not a good movie. And the ones that follow it, including Spider-Man 2 for the rest of the world. Oh, we'll see about that. That like Spider-Man 2 for some reason, they're... This one is entirely forgettable, and the other ones are awful. Michael, well, I I I wouldn't say that this is this is a particularly br- I mean, uh, especially looking at what we've got with the Batman series and now, this isn't a brilliant movie. But I, I don't think it's an awful movie. It's a it's a relatively generic movie. I could agree that it's forgettable. I don't, but I don't think it's it's super bad especially when you when you give it the credit where it's like well it's Sam Raimi it's supposed to be campy he's going he's going more for 60s Batman than Nolan Batman in in a sense there so nah. um and I think Spider-Man 2 is great but we're not making that uh, we're not doing that one right now uh we're not making it either <clears throat> but um uh, yeah I don't I don't um have a, uh, a a huge special place in my heart for this, but I don't hate it. Okay, fair enough. And Anthony, what do you bring to the table, sir? How do you feel about this movie? What I do you l- know about this movie? I like it like I like cheese, except I'm lactose intolerant, so it doesn't work out too well. Oh. So you like it, but it makes you fart. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Didn't you, didn't, weren't you like in the background in this movie? Yes, I was. Did I, that I, did, I, uh, I farted. <laughs> well, it was the cheese. Yes. Fair enough. Now, uh, and I, lastly, I'm Dean Christie. You're uh, your intro and outro narrator for the day, and I find this movie to be an abortion of blandness, but that's beside the point. Uh, if you are caught up, and we are caught up, then we are ready to press play, so get your mouse or remotes ready. You should be at the point where the Columbia logo fades to black, as we are. Here we go. Three, two, one, unpause. Okay, right off the bat, I love, love, love the Marvel logo. Hey, way to steal my thing. I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, you can love it. I'm sorry. No, now you know I, what? Now I hate it. I won't love it anymore. <laughs> you know what? I hate it. This is the last you time see, I ever loved it. You see, something. you didn't you didn't give him the opportunity to love the logo, but now, and now we're coming up. Well, now we're coming on this this yeah. 20 minute title sequence that yes. you have ample opportunity to love if you so <laughs> yeah. desire. Oh God, this thing. <laughs> Brian, you want some more? Well, uh, this, <laughs> this is just truly atrocious. Okay, exciting. so we got this awesome new uh, graphics design program. Let's use every toolbox t- uh, tool. In yeah, the that was totally trap code shine just then. Um, I mean, I think they we'll use got wireframe, and we'll use. We just talked about 3D seven fly. last week, as, as you'll as you'll as this is released. I haven't last heard the week. seven one yet either. But we'll talk about seven and how awesome and, and brilliant and mature the title sequence is. 
and how it eventually led to movies like Spider Man. And uh-huh. and you see how I don't this even know is... what that tunnel was supposed to be. That red thing. What was that? Spider was that... vagina. I. Oh. It was his ear inside In his ear. Case, this is just like a a constant barrage of. We can do things. Now there's neurons with spider do, webs. Is, and I mean, this is totally a mix of, like, if you dropped your camera down a dark chimney <laughs> and then overlaid that footage at 50 opacity with the Fight Club intro. I mean, it's, it's that weird mm-hmm. and bizarre and stupid and long. It's like a four-minute. Yeah, sequence. this is... This did is, did oh. you like the Fight Club intro? I love the Fight Club intro, but I feel like it was trying to do something different, and it succeeded better at what it was trying to do than this does. And the problem there is that CG I don't Spider-Man. know what they're trying yeah. to do. CG Spider-Man they're just trying to be like look look it's Spider-Man because because the thing is I mean you gotta you gotta remember that we're coming at this uh 15 to 20 years into uh, into studios saying no we're making a Spider-Man movie seriously no, it's you're coming not. you no, guys you're not. Yes, we and, are. and uh you know James Cameron was attached to it at one point and a bunch of stuff and everyone had gotten all excited so now I mean this is almost I mean we we've we've talked about this with other stuff. This is the opening night like fan wank being like no right. guys this is really happening. You are watching Spider-Man right now. Right. And, and we'll see uh, Don Burgess he should stop. Is that Way the to DP? Go, Don that was the DP. We've so talked about we'll this talk in other movies him. where it seems like these movies are created for and only for the opening night opening and how you can see those movies. how you can see those moments in the movie and this one has them too. So you guys didn't like this opening sequence when you first watched the film in theaters? I honestly don't remember how I felt when I watched I was the pretty movie. Drunk. I think I thought it was okay, but I do remember looking at it like like the, these video game graphics. You know, I'm kind of like, okay, well, are they video game? The, are the they opening. comic books? You know, is bad. that the style? They're just not executed very well. Period. Oh, wait, Sam Raimi. It's webs. Spiders. Spiders do webs. Oh, that is what happened. That's clever. I always thought the shape of the the this particular spider web was strange this opening intro sucks yeah. by the way it's very it's very melodramatic and and i you know i kind of give it to him because it's like i can see this i i can see looking at a comic book page and seeing this shit written down there you know so so i kind of get that but um it's that brings us right into the main problem that i have with this movie and i think you guys are with me on it which is that to do a movie you have to pick your universe uh-huh you really have Dark Knight is a superhero movie, for instance, that actually takes place in our universe. When he gets roughed up, he gets roughed up pretty good. Right. He, can't, he can't fly. He has no superpowers. Not he just has a rock star budget, and he wants to be a weird guy that fights people in a, in a scowl, which is fine. Way to go, Bruce Wayne. But mm-hmm. he's a guy with actual technology. Meanwhile, Superman and Spider-Man can't take place in this universe. And in some cases, you know, I, I guess between the two of them, Superman's trying harder to be this universe. This movie, everything about it plays out in a way that makes me think they couldn't decide whether or not they wanted to be a campy comic book movie. We got the seats taken the moment seats. here. And this guy is like, the, I like the big fat guy who's like, you can't sit he, here. I need like, this whole space to om nom. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's like, no. I got enough trouble on my own there, pal. Don't you bring yours. This movie, is it, it just suffers and... and it's one of those things where I could completely understand someone having a neutral or somewhat positive opinion about this movie based on some weird X factor. But for me, every single scene plays out in a way that does not feel realistic in the way that any other movie can feel realistic. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of quibbles. Like, that's my overarching thing. And then I, you know, throughout the commentary, I swear to God, I will find reasons to say, <laughs> well, see, in this, that sucks. And, of course, the main one that I'm going to have Columbia for the first Uni- half a movie is that these people are all 35. I just I just want to point out Columbia University tends to show up in Columbia pictures. Like, that's where uh, the Ghostbusters were, were set as well. That's where they had their tenure at Columbia University. That's just, a strange coincidence. It's Well, they're not related as far as I know. So they just think that it's nice to have the name Columbia in Columbia pictures there. in Columbia University. Yeah, I think what the, I think what this movie is trying to do is be a more direct translation of the comic books, but not in a Sin City way. Not in a, yeah, but in a in a tone way. I mean, we right. were we were talking about this, and I really just don't like these movies because of the tone choice. It's this cheesy, campy. Was a comic book campy? Well, I mean, comic yeah. books comic of the books day. Yeah, with that though, because they're entirely different. I mean, it's a just a book, different medium are, with, its own, with its own context. What if they were going to do it? And we, talk, we we were talking about this when we when we reviewed it before, or were going over it before. Um, it could uh, it could be something as simple as uh, we were talking about the way it's shot versus the tone. Like if this were if this were the kind of like Should not I, quite speed racer level, but if this mm-hmm. were very brightly colored and kind of. Kind of g- the way it was shot was a little over the top and stuff like that. Right. Then maybe that, that it would have fit together and a little was, bit and more. The, the other example, which is in the exact polar opposite direction, is shoot it like the mask, and the screenplay works. That's true. I mean, it's another one of those things where yeah. shoot it like this, a noir or something. But, but, but it's so brightly lit every everywhere. The DB, the DP, whose name is Burgess. Basically, this this is shot and lensed and lit and everything and framed very like, down to earth. Like, well, not only well, down everything's to earth, like it, a fifty millimeter lens it, with it looks just... it looks almost exactly like if you had a shot in a giant physics lab with spiders in a romantic comedy starring Sandra Bullock, it would be lit like this. Right. I mean, it, this feels like that very hyper sort of movie real type movie. Well, this is the kind of thing where it's like, let's not worry about it. Let's just get the shit lit and. Point the camera and shoot it. It's a very as over, it's a very overlit look. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you look at someone that's that's very restrained with their lighting, you know, and, and even in some situations they can go over the top with their restrained lighting. Like Serenity is a movie with ridiculous lighting, right. but it's got giant dark spots all over the frame, which are kind of interesting. He's obviously, a terrible photographer, by the way. He doesn't even try Fincher again. He's also very dark, and he just. He's just dark. He just doesn't like things. Have you seen this DP's other films by chance? I'm probably I sure I have. I don't know them by the by the. I mean, because the lighting choices have to be related to Sam Raimi to some degree. Well, I mean, maybe to some, but I mean, he gets he gets his new DP. He gets Bill Pope in number two, and the aspect changes quite a bit. He did The Matrix. He did Team America. He did a number of uh, other stuff. Now, what's funny is that, and I'm sorry, I swear to God, I'm going to stop doing this now. But for right now, let me just say. These guys are in high school, and that's their teacher. That guy looks, he looks younger. younger. Than yeah, that. he looks like he's the the guy who gets beat up. He does. By, and it's by funny because in a second he flash. says something really patronizing, and he's like, "Let's talk about how to listen or listen yeah. to our six inch voices." No, he says like, he says, "Let's talk about how we listen." And I've always been like, "But then we'd be talking." But that's just me. <laughs> but I've I've always been that way. I've always been that way with my teachers, and but they you, never I mean, liked you see me. See what I'm saying? But, this, this 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 is this very washboarded lit kind of look where it's like you don't expect. It's not relying on the photography to tell you anything, right? Which right. Sam Raimi is sort of guilty of across the board for every department, right? That's true. That's true. It's it's very, it it all kind of relies on the dialogue, or in some cases the uh, the fades between context to yeah. to tell the story, as opposed to getting in close and letting a look tell the story, or letting some kind of uh, you know uh, body language tell the story. It's it's all. Um, as as we talked about before, it seems like, and I don't, I I kind of wonder how much we can um, we can lay at Sam Ra- Sam Raimi's feet, given that he's he was an indie director, 
Um, he was given the shot to do a big tentpole thing because the studio probably thought it would give them indie cred and stuff like that. But I kind of wonder how much of it was him not trusting the audience uh, versus the studio saying the audience isn't going to get it unless you do this. Because I don't know. Because studio heads are stupid, and they they seem to think that the audience is as stupid as they are. So they're like. I didn't get it, so no one else will get it. So you need to dumb it down. But it's still ultimately the director's responsibility. It's the director's responsibility, but at the same that at the at the same point, it's and not help, to it's a not helpless to, situation for Sam Raimi. Not yeah, not not to completely exonerate him, but but right, it's, right, right. it's 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 his responsibility, but it may not be within his power with this right. one because you because you definitely start to see a change. I think well, one of the reasons I think Spider Man Two is a better movie is you start to see a change. You start to see him taking more control of it and shooting it more the way he wants to. And kind of doing more with it that he wants to, as opposed to just uh, it, it, like we uh, talked about before. This one feels very workmanlike. It feels more like it does. It feels more like a commercial shoot where the commercials, like in commercials, the director doesn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Someone else has already figured out what they want. The director is just there to make sure it gets done, right. and it's his ass if it doesn't. But he doesn't get to make any choices, and that's kind of what this one feels like. Aside from a couple of moments that feel like I felt Sam Raimi coming out a little bit there. A way that I draw distinctions between movies, and there are a number of ways you can categorize movies and how they dis- and how they differ. But one way that I like is that this movie to me feels like a screenplay. This feels uh-huh. like, all right, here's the paper, there's the words, there's what we got to do, let's do this, guys. As opposed to a movie that feels like a movie. Well, it, it By the way, we skipped over it, but the moments where she was supposed to be looking into the camera, she was clearly looking like off it because the they had got the, the... They were like, oh, well, we'll just use her coverage. And an example of that... That spider bites no one else ever again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's the only Spider-Man. Speederman. It, and, you know, there's movies that are incredibly screenplay-driven, that are incredibly witty in their words, that are still excellent examples of filmmaking craft, not, I wrote a great 120-page document, sure. let's, let's put those words on film. Like Seven, for instance, is This a is very, not a great uh, map painting, by the way. Those, no. those metal yeah. things do not sit in well. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. We'll get to the effects. <laughs> the, uh, but, I mean, there's movies like Seven that are, in addition to being an excellent document that was passed around and everyone read it and was moved by it, as a movie, as an exertion of filmmaking talent, it's an incredibly strong piece of work. It's just a great movie movie. Whereas this, look at this. Do you think this has ever happened in history? I know that it seems like if you're a screenwriter and you've been in your room for five weeks working on this one scene, okay, well, there'd be a lab and it would look like this and there'd be all these guys standing around and it would be, exa- I mean, this to me does not represent reality in any sort of a way. And well, it seems obvi- clear obvi- that they obvi- didn't get any like military uh, uh, like, consultation to tell them, this is yeah. how he stands, this is how he talks, this it, is how he moves. Obviously, it comes down to what I expect a comic movie to do for me, and I come into this argument with a lot of people, so it's completely fine to disagree with me, because most people do. Because I have the same problem with Dark City, where it doesn't, it doesn't give you much help on the, here's what our universe is, guys, front. And, and some people think it works great for Dark City, and I just don't. But it's the same thing here, where... Well, we should this, talk about th- that one. This doesn't, well, I'm sure we'll do Dark City. Uh-oh. This just feels to me like I don't know. I, I, bland is such a great word. Okay, I thought you were just going to peter out there. This, this is like five minutes. And it just feels. I don't know. I'm like great story, T. <laughs> awesome. It just it, it is just an exercise in complete paint by numbers filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And well, Sam Raimi is not a workman director. No, but this feels like a workman piece. It's him trying to do what he's not good at. He's good at horror comedy. Bruce M- Mug- yeah, Bruce Campbell thing. Yeah, and yeah. Th- this that's is not what this this movie can't be. That and I think this, it suffers. This result. is an action movie. He tries to make it kooky occasionally, and occasionally it works. And when he gets more control in two and three, he does it even more. 
in my personal opinion, to the movie's detriment. I think. Well, I think two works. I mean, we'll get. We'll presumably get to it. But like the the scene where um, uh, Doc Ock becomes Doc Ock and kills all those doctors, like that is right. Sam Raimi right there. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. That that he finally got to to shoot something the way he wanted. Well, it was very horror like. Exactly. But I think this is an excellent example. This movie of that cardinal rule of screenwriting, which is show don't tell, and this movie. This doesn't tells, show. Tells, well, it tells you everything. But when, and when it does show, it's like, well, I I got that though. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I understood that bit. My favorite example of that is in a moment, he's going to a wrestling match to get money to impress Mary Jane with a car because apparently Mary Jane likes Plymouth Prowlers, mm-hmm. and they overlay a wrestling like ad and a car. Right, and Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Right, yeah, we'll get, yeah, we'll definitely we'll get, there. get there. But that's it's a like ways off. Yeah, it's it's, it's a ways about, off. But I'm just I'm, I'm I'm bookmarking that example as that's what we're talking about. Yeah, this Uncle Ben and Aunt May scene is still going. By the is way, this made us look like an old Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, well, not, not his head. Hold on, there you go. <laughs> he, he looks like a cowboy. Yeah, I could see him playing a cowboy. Yeah, I could see him totally just tromping around. In fact, I would like. I'm to the make sheriff a, in this town. I want to make a western just to cast him as a cowboy now. All right, now let's talk about our, our leads. Let's talk about what's well, his face. Well, we're about to get uh, right here. This is a uh, composite shot that's like the body of one of the PAs or something that they put Very his, strong composite. his head on. Now that you said that, it looks fake. <laughs> it's a strong composite, though. Yeah, but I mean, because because he's obviously buffed up, as we're going to see in a little while, and they can't like just unbuff him for the shot or whatever. And in fact, earlier in this, he kind of, you can tell that he's kind of built, even though he's supposed to be skinny earlier on. If you're, if you're given enough money and time, you probably want to shoot all the scenes where he's really bulked up, and then give him, give him a month or two to, at least, to just be like, you, sit on the couch and do nothing. Don't and, eat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then get that, get the stuff where he's skinny. But I understand they couldn't do that. That's like reverse right, castaway. Look, spiders are climbing on his DNA. Well, yes, but that's how we know. And now his DNA is red and blue for some reason. Yeah, that's how DNA works, don't you know? That's the uh, those are the uh, S and P, uh, whatever they're called. This is an example of a movie. That, where that reminds me of the mutagen, the ooze from. Uh, tr- yeah, yeah, the ooze. Uh, TMNT. Uh, TMNT secret of the ooze. The secret of the ooze. Thank you. No, not TMNT. That's the animated one. That it is. It is not the- clever. It is not original. It is just the idea that people end up having ultimately every time they work on a comic book movie where. <gasps> We'll make it look like a comic book. It happened on Ang Lee's Hulk. It happened in Sin City. I, I have to say Hulk did the best. It, it happened in Watchmen. It's a great idea. Visually, Hulk did the it, best it, Of course version. it's a great idea. Repo the Genic Opera has that same look, although I don't think it was a comic. The Mask is even a similar example of that. Well, here's the thing. Good thing it took Repo a Repo had off comic there. interludes. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that at some point, too. This movie has the exact same mandate. We'll shoot it like a comic book movie, and you'll notice that every establishing spot, everything, every establishing shot looks like the the full page splash of Oh Oscorp and all that shit. Yeah, I can and give you that. And it's shot like that with the intention of doing that, but with the wrong crew I, to I shoot that. I don't think they're they're quite going that far. I mean, I I can give you the splash page maybe, but then again, establishing shots are establishing shots, but. I don't think this one tried to stylize it quite so much as well. They didn't. That's what I'm saying. As Sin City I'm, I'm, or they, Hulk, they, they tried to do a stylization choice without without really, committing, without marrying really? to the style. Mm-hmm. You're right. I think this is like what I was saying before when we were watching the preview. I think this movie has one foot in two worlds. It has one foot in the mask in the very stylized, literal Watchmen-like translation of a comic book, but it, it's also trying to have one foot in the Dark Knight, more realistic depiction. 
trying trying desperately to ground these very absurd stories in some sense of reality. And I I think it's just half in and half out, and mm-hmm. it's it's very detrimental to it to the end product. I don't I, I the, see the thing about casting Willem Dafoe. He's a great villain, but he doesn't have to be scary to be scary. That's the thing. It's like it's like I don't buy the. Like the the part about it that I don't buy, I don't buy that this character was ever not insane. Like, yeah. like he's supposed to go insane right here, but I don't buy that he was ever like sane. I, I think he's always been kind of nuts, just so, because of Willem Dafoe. So the gas made him eight hundred percent more powerful. Yeah, and eight hundred percent more crazy. I guess. See that little spaz part? I thought would have been cooler if they shot it at twenty one frames or something, so it looked more sped up, make and him really er- erratic and stuff. But he should have been like foaming at the mouth a little bit and like really just crank it up. Like holy shit, this guy just freaking died of inhaling Drano. You know, some movie, I don't know the movie, Madonna sat on his face and, and ever since then he's looked like this. <laughs> that's what happened. It, and it melted his face. And about for so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep on eating those wheat thins there, Brian. Are you hearing this? No. Oh, you don't have headphones, though. I have no oh. idea. He looks scary. He always looks scary. He doesn't need to be the villain to look no, scary. No, he looks scary because he spread his arms. <laughs> Please don't hug me. <laughs> All right, here's a cute little gimmick. Mm-hmm. All right, someone had this idea in pre-production, and there and it's it, it has that sort of stale. This idea has been around since we first thought of this movie, but it's cute. What the this defocus thing? Yeah. Oh, whatever. the defocus thing goes back like it's in it's in Cameron's version. It's uh. Of, Cameron like, had a she, version of this movie. He wrote he wrote a scriptment. It's like an eighty-page thing that's leaving out most of the dialogue it's pretty much just the script but he didn't put in the dialogue he just kind of put they talk about this but it's still like 80 pages long right and uh that that so so he gets specific with certain shots and certain moments and stuff and that was one of them as i recall have you read it uh yeah it was a long time ago though see if you get bit by a spider it makes you buff yeah, that's 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 the funny thing about uh, especially Marvel. Marvel is like radiation is awesome. Like it's like back in the fifties. It's like no, no, that's not the the lesson you want to teach children. I think. All right, let's. We, we didn't really dwell on this, and I, I think you had a picture of Einstein in the background. Tobey Maguire. I I can't now. I think that <laughs> you need I'm, to finish I, that sentence. I, I think that I'm. Well, that was my that was my bold face. Here's the start of a paragraph. Okay, that was your that was Bu- the heading. Bullet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've liked him in some movies, though I can't recall them offhand. I think the, only mo- the, only movie, the only movie I recall thinking, this guy is perfect for this role, is Pleasantville. And by the way, rock Pleasantville. That movie's, I love that movie. Good so, movie. So screw me, but whatever. Now, in this case, I think what they were going for was, we've got to have sort of an, almost not even an everyman, like a more lovable, more we kind of geeky everyman who's just sort of I'm never gonna girls are scary chlamydia like you know I just saw it I know I know where you're going with this and I'll let you go but I just have to say Justin Long Justin Long would have been great would have been good the one that and what I think was happening was they were aiming for a type and they found Tobey Maguire and they were like "Eh, okay close enough I don't think Justin Long is wide enough for this <laughs> he could have done it. He could have done it. I can see Justin Long Justin like bulking up it. if he needed my, to. My favorite example so far, and this is more along the lines of just take Tobey Maguire and turn up the Tobey Maguire, and you get uh-huh. DJ Qualls. He's too just, skinny. I mean, you've got to get the bulked up version at that's, some point. That's true. That's true. But he's the skinny guy. That's very unassuming. He's from the new guy. He's from Hustle and Flow. He's from uh, uh, the, the core. core. He the was the hacker. Was the hacker in the core. I love the. Uh, by the way, this little scene where he just continues talking, continues practicing what he's going to say, even as she's driving away. Which was I think also that's a nice little moment. That was also in Pleasantville. 
That exact moment? That exact moment. Well, not the car driving away thing, but him talking. By the way, these big yellow buses are like public school in general. I don't see them putting a banner on the side of a bus, you know? They're covering up what is probably like the wrong... No, look. Well, there it is. His spider powers are going wild. He pulled up a sign off a bus. Fair enough. That is the that did say the wrong, uh, but because they're like I don't right, know they, like they named the high school, but that just said Midtown Queen something, something. Yeah, Midtown High, and that one said something something. How do you guys feel about McGuire? I don't like him. I, I I think he's whiny. Yeah, but I don't think people, he's you know you know well it's as... funny people always say that about like you know people said that about uh, Mark Hamill people say that about him. I'm like that's just what people seem to say about or that's maybe just uh, you know Hayden Christensen although I'm not necessarily a huge fan of Hayden Christensen maybe people just cast whiny people although James Franco is not whiny James Franco is my favorite actor in the movie yeah, yeah. I like him well Willem Dafoe you gotta Willem Dafoe but yeah but you well, dude, you gotta give it to Willem you... Dafoe because otherwise he'll cut you in the face <laughs> he will appear before us and cut you in the face I think Chris Tucker would have been a good Spider-Man <laughs> Well, it just it comes That's down to every character has to have conflict and angst and you know internal turmoil. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, and uh, it's uh, and charisma. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell but you it what. Comes, it, it comes to how it comes to how they express it, and some do it in a way that doesn't make you hate them, like James Franco, and some people do, like. Hayden Christensen and Toby right. Maguire. I, 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 you, you say Chris Tucker, and that's like obviously joking, but but um, originally, um, one of the reasons this took so long to get off the ground was that Stan was Lee. Davis. Stan Lee got it into his head. No, Stan Lee got it into his head at one point, and I don't know why, and this is like legend, basically, so maybe it's not entirely true, but the the legend goes that for a long time, Stan Lee didn't want to make a straightforward Spider-Man movie. He wanted to make a rock musical starring David Bowie. That would have ruled. Isn't that on Broadway right now? Maybe. They're working on Spider-Man the musical. That's probably why they finally got it. He's like, all right, you got your damn movie. I want my rock musical, you (laughs) bastards. I just want to say that Mary Jane's an idiot. She dates the wrong guys. She's slipping on orange juice, and it's like clearly there. She could have stepped around it. All right. So, Toby, whatever. Yeah. Now, how about, what's her name? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. I... She's okay. I don't... I don't think I like her as a person, <laughs> but but in this in this movie she seems to be all right. I I don't have a huge problem with her as Mary Jane. Brian, I don't particularly either. I mean, I know you don't find her all that charismatic. No, she I'm, looks like oh god. I'm see, I'm sure. I swear to God, I'm sure she's an an a great person. She appeals with, to the with, Bible. I would question with, that actually. With, with friends and probably animals like her. <laughs> but in this movie, and in in fact every movie I've ever seen her in. She does not convey any sense of human nature, like no charisma. And, no, and I know that in this particular episode, I sound like the stodgy guy with a stick in the mud and half up in his ass. So it's like a stick mud ass scenario. <laughs> Listen to other ones. I'm really not this guy. I just hate Kirsten Dunst with a weird passion. And, I, and it's, I it, th- it's, I think it's, it's an amalgam that- of the fact that she, you see so many people that are just like, you see this actor and they're just fucking awesome. Yes, I want to see you in everything. And Robert Downey Jr. and your Nathan uh-huh. Fillions and just these random guys. It's just like, yes, you act. We love you. And then you have all these actors that are basically placeholders. Mm-hmm. And I Here think we Kirsten have our Dunst, real Spider-Sense moment. I, I think Kirsten way. Dunst lives into that with an exclamation mark. I just, <laughs> she's just so like a vortex of mediocrity. Watch this guy's shirt. It has no stain on it anymore. He's magic. No, oh, wait, it, no it, it does. It, does. it, does. it, does. it, it didn't, but it does. Barely. Wow. Exciting podcast. No, we got to, we just got, <laughs> it was amazing, man. We just, it just blew, we just blew our own minds. The it's background actors are life. amazing right here. So that's backwards. <laughs> the background actors here are amazing. <laughs> that's a good moment. This is kind of cool. We ought to he's, see more I of don't that. Buy... He's looking at the camera. Look. No, he's not. 
<laughs> I do not buy Tobey Maguire's oh shit face. Uh-huh. Like Harrison Ford has a great, great oh shit face. Yeah. And that's why Indiana Jones works. Where's the oh shit face? In Indiana Jones? Yeah. Like where's an example of the ocean? Whenever he sees snakes. When he sees snakes, when he sees the lion. Generally just after his smirky I got this face. Yeah. He gets the oh shit. Whenever face. he's in over his head and he knows he's fucked. Now you but, know who can do that in one shot? Bill Paxton. He can go from the grin to the Bill Paxton grimace in one take. Mm-hmm. It happens in Twister when the F5 is about to get him. So he just punched this F5? guy in the chest. Yeah, that, he would have died. That just, scale. that just killed him. God. He just killed his buddy Flash just then. Not his buddy, but I mean, with, with, the, fi- with the fist hit that went that... And, and I don't buy this guy's reaction at all. Just he would have like, joined Peter. Think, yeah, he would have been like, you are clearly the alpha dog now. I am so, on your side now. It would have been funny as like a subtle sight gag where that guy just sort of slides behind Peter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. That would have been too Anthony, easy. Anthony, as our resident guy that knows things about fighting at this particular table, if you punch someone in the chest that hard, wouldn't it just like go through them? It would make them laugh really hard. <laughs> it would. It would. It would genuine. Depending on where you hit them, it would. It would either cause oh. arrhythmia in the heart genuinely, or it would. It would if crush you hit, a solar plexus. If you basically. hit them in the solar plexus, they would not be able to breathe. Wow. They would die instantly. Not yeah. instantly, but they would. They would. They would, they would die would so fast. Suffocate. It would be faster than instantly. <laughs> they would die faster than the speed of light. Yeah. Hey, they, 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 we haven't crossed the streams here, people. Come on. <laughs> and uh, uh, later in the now, movie, we've just, well, we have to talk about this right here. This the, well, the coming barbs out, coming pa- out of his fingers. Uh, this moment that we just passed, where he looks at his wrists and uh, finds the the spinnerets. The spinnerets are the, biological, the, right. which is a major change in from the, the comic uh, in the Cameron version. He was even going to like push on it, and you see like these little thorny spinneret things come out of his wrist, oh, really? so you could see it. But it's like ew, so I guess they avoided it. And whenever he's like fingering Mary Jane, yeah, that okay. that's that's in the rated R version. Yeah. Okay. Now here, seven, here we get here yeah, we get. I mean, we'll get back to <laughs> the we'll get back to the organic web shooters. But here we've got this digital guy who. I like this shot where he looks up at the camera. Like, why? You, can, you there are people. I mean, you see it now. Um, it's becoming big in stunts, not so much martial arts, but parkour. Like, you see it, people running and jumping from building to building. It's the guy like, from the beginning of the uh, um, Casino, Royale Casino Royale and uh, District B thirteen was a whole movie of that and stuff like that. that. Was bad, it's like, eh, but but I mean, still, it's becoming the thing. So it's like, why why not just get a guy who can do that? Maybe augment it a little with some wire work, but you yeah. don't need a CG. Yeah. Guy. All right, now here comes so, our. Opening night lol uh-huh. moment. Yeah, this is definitely one of those opening not night only the, moments. Not only just the whole, the old bit of, I don't know what to do. Haha, <laughs> he's Spider-Man, he doesn't know. It. But it's this one right here. The rock. Bang, bang. Rock kinda, on. He kind of starts rocking it on. It's also the Shazam was another. Shazam, yeah. Um, so the organic web shooters, that was yes. a big deal. Yeah, that was a big deal because in the comics it's established that he is also an inventor in addition to being in high school, a superhero, and, and a, a photographer. photographer. He's also an inventor. And he invents the. Wow, he's just well, he, Mary Sue he, for fucking nerds. Isn't it he? makes yeah. sense because like, like that. It makes sense because he had the Einstein poster in the background. Of course, it fits together. But uh, well, yeah, for the movies, they they change it and make uh, his web shooters they, part of his body. They make him organic, which makes sense aside from the fact that he should be pooping it, this stuff at high speed. But um, it's more as plausible to from his wrist. It's more pl- well, it's plausible in the sense that he's he's mutated. That's right. the point of it. And and for. I mean that—that's kind of the irony. It's more plausible to be like, okay, he mutated, than to think that this kid with no money can build this incredible technology. Right. I mean, they—they they talked about it when uh, when people were complaining. They're like, listen, back in the '50s, '60s, when when Spider-Man came around, sure, okay, you just kind of make shit up as you go. But now. Uh, you know, it's acknowledged that... It's that sort of set up already. It's igno- Well, it's acknowledged that Spider-Thread is extremely 
uh, the tensile strength, what they say about it being stronger than steel cable, like like pound for pound, basically, is right. true. Um, r- relatively speaking, a a a, a bit of a, a sp- if if a spider if you could get a spider thread the same size as a steel cable, it would be stronger than the steel cable, basically. Um, so they're they, but they're like the 3M corporation corporation, which is a multi billion dollar corporation, has been working for like 30 years on trying to build ex- basically exactly what what they're Synthetic saying. Spider yeah. Stick. So and they're like and they haven't been able to do it yet. So to to think that some kid who needs to join a wrestling match to buy some. Uh, you know, a second or third hand car to impress a girl can like do a, this in his garage. No, because then you have an entire scene that takes place at 3M where he goes in and they put him into a little bathroom with like a Playboy and he comes out with like a cup full of the silk and just hands it off. Here you go, guys. I don't have that scene. Uh, I don't understand that. <laughs> He's jerking so you, off you, in a you, cup, okay? You, 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 That's what we're talking about. You just thought that these two would be talking a long time ago with this fence in between them. That's it. <laughs> You it's, not, it's not even a wooden fence. It's just a little gate. Yeah, they could have, even when they were, n- like, knee-high, they could have been talking through the fence, you know? And it, you'd think, like, they maybe it would be a thing where they used to be friends, but then she got cool and he didn't, so they don't talk anymore, but they kind of miss that or whatever. Retarded. I'm sorry. But so many sucks. missed opportunities. Yeah. Yes. Definitely missed a lot of missed well, opportunities. Well, I don't know, because but at the end of the day... But it's David Kep, so at the he's end just of the putting day, together what... He's like, what are you? What did you guys like? All right, I'll do that. I feel like we're living in copy to, paste, copy paste. This dialogue right here is very superficial, by the way. In the in the geologic history of the world, a new blink of an eye. Where in this hundred years, we won't give a shit about superheroes because they're almost fundamentally retarded characters. <laughs> Superman being the perfect representation of my point, which is that look, if your character cannot endure struggle on any level, a He's not very interesting because you'll never really care about him on a level like you would care about in a relatable situation. It's more like, oh, I wonder if Superman's going to be able to lift this planet, as opposed to, <laughs> that guy, Indy's about to get killed by spikes. I know what it would be like to be killed by spikes. I, I'm worried about him <laughs> on an intrinsic level, even before you get to the fact that it's in a way better movie than Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Same thing with a bunch of other, ba- uh, you know, not Batman so much, because Batman's a real guy with just fucking technology. Well, at the end. I, but we can Spider-Man, talk about Superman your some Spider-Mans other time, and your Aquamans and your Supermans... Are all this? It's hard to really, really care Sp- about. Spider Man is much more mortal than Superman is, though. Yeah, I mean, you got to say obviously, that. Obviously, at this point, you're starting with a real guy and just giving him some powers randomly, mm-hmm. and that's make make whatever story you want out of that. Superman just being an alien. That it's Watchman gets it so right in, in that if you had the power to do anything you wanted to and change time and, and exist anywhere at once and all these things, you would cease to give a fuck. Right. You would move to Mars and walk around naked and make giant ornate pyramids. Right. That's what you would do because who gives a shit about humans when you're immortal? Why Mars though? Let's watch man. Cuz it was close. It's red. He still it's, 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 I mean it's, it's really cool next to Muse. In in Watch in Watchmen and and I'm sure we'll do Watchmen, but in Watchmen he's still on the cusp of still being human. So Mars is the kind of thing that he would have found interesting as a human, so he's still his his imagination hasn't expanded to to match his power quite yet. There's but, the gu- there's the boy- not doing that movie, There's so. the boyfriend who's picking her up who should be in the hospital at the very least. Yeah. Or in a casket. But he didn't get a black eye cuz he was Oh my god, the chest what a cool car. Pretty tight, huh? Wait till you hear the sound system. Hey, don't scratch the leather. Wow. That's... David Kep wrote in, uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, here's what we're talking about. The uh, the juxtaposition that we're going to get between... Uh, it's like, okay, he's, he flips to a car and everyone laughs. They're like, oh, uh, the, of course. Now he wants a car because she totally and went after we him get because it. of the car. Yeah, so we get it now. 
He's looking for cheaper, cheaper, and it's like, oh, how about that? How fortunate that that ad happened to be next to the car that I, I can just afford well, if I win. Fair enough. The guys are going to buy like the old Jaguar XK8 and the right. old Porsche Carrera. And then Turbo. we get and, and then we get the close up. Oh, it's Mary Jane and a car. Uh, ah, plan. I get it now. And for some God knows what reason, it's one of the new Thunderbirds or something. It's like a third completely unrelated car. Symbol. Symbol. Color. Now. They really painted a spider. That's a painted spider, yeah. What a fucked up little thing to do. Hmm. Spider don't care. I wonder why... Spider's he, like, I'll kill your ass, uh, so but, I get but, it. But, but why is he doing all of this? Oh! <laughs> oh, right, I forgot about Screen her. Screenwriting is easy! Jesus, fig. I, for, I forgot about that chick that he stalks through his window. There's nothing right with that, by the way. That's not okay. No, we didn't I, address that when it happened, no, but... Uh. That's why he became a photographer. I think we all know that. <laughs> yeah. And if the girl across Insert the way... But look, rockets, Pepper. it's fine. Rockets. Just wanted to point out the rockets. Oh, look, that's the picture he... he the picture he just broke is one that we see later, actually. But, um... He fixes again, it with his spider This is another powers. great example of wire work looking completely unrealistic right, in real world. Right. Because, because when, th- when things fly through the air in real life, they have an arc to them because right. there's gravity. In that wire one just kind of wobbles straight across line. the room. Yeah. There's a lot of product placement in this movie, huh? This is supposed, to, by the way, uh, uh, yeah. But by the way, the uh, the the spider thing. Obviously, he's a teenage superhero. It's supposed to be kind of an allegory for puberty. puberty. Yeah. So obviously, the that you you made the joke earlier about the skirt. Yeah. So it's it's basically a, a semen thing, right there. But that's, uh, that's a metaphor for masturbation. Metaphor yes. for masturbation. Yeah. yeah. Which which well, was much that, clearer in Cameron's, Cameron's version. Script, yeah. Where it's like you just look around. There's like all this shit dripping off the walls. I'm exactly. Like, Wow, this is weird. Yeah, he's like, ooh, I better clean this up, you know, kind of thing. But And, of course, the tissues stick to the wall, but that's a whole other story. Because <laughs> that's how this, masturbation oh works. God. I don't see a cowboy when I look at this guy. I see, like, a like a, like a preacher that's hiding that he's gay. Huh? I don't see a cowboy when I see Uncle Ben. I see, like, a preacher that's hiding the fact that he's gay. I could see him being, like, I could see him playing a child molester or something, especially with that little ult. A okay. Yeah, I'm going in a ride with a boy all by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got this. You'll notice this isn't a shoulder. This is a lane of traffic. Uh huh. We need to talk. What the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out of the road. I guess here's a good time to point out how generic. No, no, no. It's it's post 9/11 New York. Everyone loves each other. Here's a good time to point out how generic Gosh. all these shots are in this film. Every shot is very, very, very simple and not even thought out very well. It's yeah. it's true. It's I, I, and I recall even thinking that at the time. I'm like, this is very like textbook. Like, I'm not seeing anything here that really excite. Like even then, and I didn't really know what the fuck I was talking about. But I was just like, yeah, this is right now. It's rule of thirds. But even later, like right here, we start getting they're centered in the frame. Their eyes are centered in the frame. It's like, that. Come on, you know. Yeah, it's just very. Workman it's coverage. Like. It's coverage. Yeah, exactly. It's, you it's get what you need for ABC. the edit and move the fuck on. Let's move on. Michael yeah. Bay should have done Spider Man. Uh, oh. That could have ruled. You know what? No. It could. It wouldn't have fixed the script. In fact, it probably would have harmed it even more. But that I would have been pretty Michael, badass I visually. I gotta Bay give it to a him. Great script. I'll bet you that movie kicks ass. Which one? A movie that Michael Bay does that has a great script. You know, we it was yet, unfortunately to see that day. It was probably Pearl Harbor. I mean, I obviously don't know what Pearl Harbor was before Michael Bay got to it. Uh-huh. If it was anything, but. If it would have been anything, it would have been Pearl Harbor. Well, they uh-huh, tried to throw in that Titanic love story cool, in there. That so was cool bad. Concepts going on. Cool it's concepts. It's, it's a blender. Yeah. It's a blender of old See, sci-fi that, ideas. I mean, the thing about Michael Bay is he doesn't care. He's yeah. like, I could make a good story, but I'm already making a billion dollars. They're gonna a pay movie, me anyways. So why? <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I don't have time for that. It takes three days to set up an explosion, you know? This movie's going to make money anyway, so why not? Yeah. Oh, I never noticed that before. You kind of... See his costume? You see his costume underneath it a little yeah. bit, but... You do? Yeah. Look, Sam Again, Raimi I, did something subtle in this movie. But but something like that is not Sam Raimi. It's the it's the wardrobe department. I suppose that's true. It's whoever was in charge of the wardrobe department. That's their. Well, you can't victory. necessarily say that he wasn't like, hey, we should do this. What is it? Yeah, what is it? Well, paper bag. Fighting ring is I behind money. the what's, university. What's in the paper bag that he's got in his hand? His no, mask, the idea is he was going to the library. He could have just put it in his pocket. He was lying to them. So, <laughs> oh, what, what is it? What's in that paper bag? Maybe the paper bag is his costume, and his, we're just getting it wrong. That shot right there, where it like pushes in, and it's a wide angle, and then the thing goes up. Like that's the one of the few Sam Raimi feeling shots in this. Like he he's. He moves the camera a lot in, in his own stuff. And right here... Michael, if you can make an entire movie where no shot looks like your shots, then you didn't make the movie. If Sam Raimi... Or those aren't your shots. Well, that's essentially it, though. Like, he didn't have really the control. He was, he was the one directing the actors, probably, and, and trying to get what he could. But he, you know, he probably didn't have a lot of control. There was probably a lot of pressure to get through the day. So he's like, I'm not going to... He didn't have the confidence to fuck around the way he did on Evil Dead and, and stuff like that. So he's just like, just set. What should we do? Okay, set it up. Set so what, medium close up. Okay, go. This is the scene you're in, Anthony, right? The, in the yes, I was arena. here for the background um, situation. That's him, actually, right on right screen. The large black woman. The large black woman signing him in. He he was under makeup, but no, I was fooling around because. I like to, uh, at the time, throw my foot behind people's heads. Like, like as, as a, a kick. Like as a kick. Like, I'd kick behind their head, and they wouldn't know it, but they'd feel a gust of wind. And so I saw this guy, I think his name Randy Jackson or something, or, or his name is Randy something. And he was getting squirted down with, um, with water to give him the sweat look. And he was acting really, really buff to get the audience going. And so I walked up behind him while I was going up to my seat and threw my foot behind his head. He is huge and scary, by the way. But he's not that big, actually. He's like no, five. He's short. He's like five six or yeah, something like that's, that. That's why he looks huge because it's so much packed onto a shorter frame. But go ahead. Well, anyways, I was I, I tried to throw my foot behind his head and keep going, and then he called me back. He's like, "Don't fuck around, kid." And I just kind of <laughs> laughed it off. He's like, "I'm serious." I'm like, "All right, fine, whatever." And I walk back to my seat. I like I, the obligatory uh, Bruce Campbell cameo here. Yeah, I think this is cute that that he doesn't call himself Spider Man. He just accidentally like someone else fucking gives him that name instead. And of course, it would be Bruce Campbell, and calls him the amazing, amazing Spider Man. Yeah, you the, gotta have. That. There's no explanation a, as to great. why the cage comes down around him once he's inside. No, this this is this is completely irrational. Like this this for an underground fighting ring, there's way too much money being spent. Uh, on every single match, like all those lights, all the rigging, the cage, those that- beautiful, beautiful women. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Well, they weren't too expensive. I like how they but- see this skinny guy and they're all booing him. It's like mm-hmm. I'd be rooting for him that he's actually trying <laughs> exactly. to fight this guy. <laughs> no, they love Bonesaw. Yeah, but- that's his name. What the hell kind of costume was that? I think you deserve to have your legs broken or whatever it was if you go up there with a freaking Pan's Labyrinth mask. Although. I, I didn't this like is, Pan's this Labyrinth. Is, this so is before Pan's me. Labyrinth, though. Huh? This is before Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, but still, fuck him. This <laughs> is kind of a Lucha Vavoom thing. Yeah. It's kind of awesome, to it's be like honest with you. It's like a BDSM Lucha Vavoom thing. <laughs> you don't know what and you're talking about. Lucha Vavoom is already... Yeah, where did this cage thing come from? It's like, that doesn't seem to count. It doesn't seem fair somehow if just randomly a guy gets thrown in the cage. They, they do it to the well, skinniest say, well, guy. I know. What he says is, 
who can last three minutes in the ring with this guy. That's right. How they would, that's how they do that. Yeah, but we we just saw him. We just saw him fighting another guy, and there was no cage. Yeah, there was, was no cage before. <laughs> God, I hate wrestlers. I hate you, Kyle Mattingly. <laughs> I hate you. And no one seems to be, you know, shocked that he's on the cage. Yeah, this... Yeah. How'd you get up there? I don't even care. I'm going to come and give you a kick your How ass. are you defying yeah, he's not even physics. grabbing. Look at him. He's not even grabbing it. His hands are flat. It's not like they're in, they're clenched around there or anything. Now here comes, that, that was a good little Spider-Man pose, by the way, what here, he did on the floor. Here comes the shittiest choreography of all time. Uh-oh. He gets slammed Uh-oh. by the chair several times, then turns over and kicks him in the face, and the fight's over. Yeah, the is that bad he's, he's like he's like, it's it's terrible. The, the fact There's so much this, more you can do. No, why is this guy slamming him in the back with a chair when he's like three times his size? And then he gets the crowbar. Yeah, what is that? I mean, like he just has to use his fist or anything or anything. Or I'm pretty foot. sure he, he could just flex at him and he, knock him over. Exactly, he could beat him up with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, a guy that big, I'm doubting that. Yeah, he's actually he's testosterone up too much now. I, I, by the way, I really buy that that steel rebar waving away like spaghetti in the wind there, but it raised up. Real that was the spaghetti worst. The that wind. was the worst <laughs> ref ever. That's a Did great title for something. Spaghetti in the, the wind. Spaghetti in the wind. Yeah, the, the ref answer, is like, my right. friend. Is oh, spaghetti in okay, the wind. No one. Everyone, look at me. No one, look at the thing. How far into this movie are we? Guess. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Just guess. Thirty minutes. Really? 40. I feel like we're an hour and a half into this movie. We're, oh, I said forty. Forty minutes in. I, I didn't hear you say 40. We have an hour and 25 minutes to go. 100 bucks. The ad said 3,000. for this goddamn movie. It's under 3,000. Some people will appreciate that. Anyway. Does the guy who robs this this person look like a thief? Or does he look like just a generic? No, he looks like a stand-up comic to me. But he does. He does. He totally does with the... Uh, with the, the, yeah. the, the spiky hair. Male pattern baldness kind of spiked and poofed up. Yeah. Yeah. This guy here. How did he even like get this in This guy there? is totally... He just walks the, in. Yeah, he just walks in and they're in like a basement. And there are cops there or security or something. The cop who says call the cops? Yes, exactly. That's what we're <laughs> about to get to. I like I like that that's really broad. He winds up and we see him hitting the... Yeah, that cop right there. Stop that guy. Blah, blah, blah. Hit the back of the set there and wobbled it around. That's fine. Is he... Uh, he and says by the security. Way, wait a second. If and the by the way, here, then it's not an underground thing. Call the cops. No, it's security. His thing says security on it. Oh, okay. If anyone was, was going to say, it looks like a cop because of his damn hat. Why is it? Why should this guy be pissed off? It's like if anyone was in Peter Parker's position, you'd do the same thing, right? You just let well, him go. Well, that's why. That's why. As soon as it happened, he gives him this look, like, "All right, you uh, got me. You got me. I see how it. Is. All right, all right, I'm done." You know, that's not the look I got from it. I thought it was like a look like I'm gonna get you back, bastard. No, no, no. That the look I always got from it was he was like, nice. Here's here's <laughs> to- just walks off. Here's <laughs> basically Toby Maguire's generic expression again. Spider Man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Toby Maguire's eyes are open and he's acting. Exactly. <laughs> generic expression. Not great framing. Center. Too much headspace. Headroom. Not not enough headspace. Really. <laughs> I love this. That's my uncle. Oh well, okay then. <laughs> well, just we'll let just let you ride up to contaminate the crime. Where's scene the bullet wound? It. Is the bullet wound in his chest? It, it, it should be through boy. the uh, the coat, right? You're right. I don't see any bullet. I don't even see any blood. Yeah, I thought I saw. I thought his uh, his shirt was blood soaked, but it's just red blood. Only the penitent man will pass. You must believe, no, seriously. Boy. He's he's look Wash. at him. He's talking out one one side of his mouth and everything. It doesn't look like he's been shot. It looked like he had a stroke. Where are the paramedics? Peter. Where are the paramedics? Peter. Oh, there's, oh, there's, there's the, the blood. Same. But where's the paramedics? 
They're coming. They're like the cops are there. So the cops are always there. It's New half, York. Yeah, half New York is there. <laughs> uh, They've had time for a God. crowd. Does of anyone know CPR? It's certainly like it's certainly like stand back, stand back. No, I'm a doctor. No, stand back. He's my uncle. Well, okay. Like <laughs> let him through. Make a hole. Let him like go, go, go. Here's the oh, close-up crying God, shot. Such a gross. Gr- yeah, just just squinch. Although to be to be fair, that's what he does to everybody. Have you ever looked at yourself when you cry? I don't it, cry. It's pretty fucking gross looking. I don't cry. I gotta but say. It, he does this to everybody in we the film. We can make this everybody, happen. Who, everybody, <laughs> everybody who cries in the film, he puts the camera right up their nose for some reason. Right. I don't understand that. Well, how else but are you t- going to feel the wetness? And no one takes Whoa. no one takes information from him when he leaves. Or, he just or runs even off. seems to pay much attention. Yeah, to be like, who is he? Who is this man dying on the road right now? Awesome comp, guys. Treadmill oh, to yeah. CG Spider-Man. Yeah. I like how the animated Spider-Man climbing a wall has way more actual weight than Peter Parker climbing a wall that was yeah. sideways. Because I don't think it was sideways now that you mention it. I think he was being craned up. I think no, it was, I think it, was, he, it, was, it was it was laid on its side and he was crawling and he, he, he had... Um, Are you positive? The, yes. It looked he, like he was being lifted. No, well, he was. He had the pick points on his hips, so he was being lifted off the wall. He wasn't even Why really he crawling. To, he's a dude. He can do it, guys. Get the, get the wires out of his hips. Oh. What you say? Yeah, now see, that could have been a really cool shot if they'd, if they'd envisioned it a different way and shot it with a real person. You know what they should have done? Just do they a slight shot. Different. A real guy running and jumping in a green Here's room. Here's the Batman and music. And just replaced what he's jumping on to make it look like, oh my god, he landed on that. Wow. Right. Right. They could have. Yeah. Just, something. Something really just, wide and just right. replace it with something tiny. Sure, that could have worked too. That was a. That was a replacement. Uh, that was a transition from real Toby to CG Toby. That that they were like, look how amazing we are. Isn't this lighthearted Batman music awesome? <laughs> Go ahead, talk about Danny Elfman. I know you want to. I like Danny Elfman. All right, let's go. Danny let's Elfman, go. Da- Danny Elfman has two settings. He has Batman and Oingo Boingo. And most of the time, he's set to Batman. I guess he has three, because the other one is off, because I haven't seen him do much lately. But, I mean, everything he does... Because he's like, heard you talking about yeah, it. Yeah, well, good. Um, I mean, everything he does is like... It he sounds did Terminator like, Salvation, didn't he? Yeah, yeah and you could no. tell. Oh, he did? Um, yeah. A, a Termin- and he was totally like, okay, well, we'll get to that in a, a second, too. But he's, um, I mean, he was off, uh, he went off Spider-Man 2. He didn't do Spider-Man 2 because uh, Raimi fell in love with the temp track. Um, and I actually don't blame Elfman for this, but Raimi basically just said, keep making it, make it sound more like this, make it sound more like this. And Elfman was like, you know what, how about you go fuck yourself and then buy the rights to that music that you love so much, and I'm going to go do something else with my life. And that's basically what happened with, I respect with that. Uh, Spider-Man 2. But, um, Did he really say it like that? No, probably not exactly <laughs> like that, but something similar. Um, I'm that's, sure his lawyers found nicer words. <laughs> yeah, exactly, or, or go, just longer ones. Go freak ones. yourself. Yeah, but... Um, go freak yourself. <laughs> but, but Elfman, I mean, everything he's done, aside from occasionally something like The Simpsons theme or everything in Nightmare Before Christmas, I'll give him Nightmare Before Christmas, Definitely, but other than that, everything sounds like Batman. Uh, there's Batman, obviously. There's uh, Men in Black, Batman Beetlejuice, there's okay, Beetlejuice, okay, okay. Spider Man. There's Beetlejuice. Don't forget Edward Scissorhands. I don't remember the music from now, Edward Scissorhands. Is there a chance? But Terminator Salvation, actually, I, I was kind of giving it to him because that didn't sound like his usual. That's how you hold a gun. But I, <laughs> but at the same time, just up in the air. Um, now, here's loose my, wrist. Now, here's my response to that. As a as a as a, as a total fag for music and as a fag for composers you have your three big guys that are always uh, basically always accused of making the same score over again you got mm-hmm. John Williams you got Danny Elfman you got Hans Zimmer right? I don't I wouldn't now, have you seen Jurassic Park listen as a fag in general oh oh, oh snap <laughs> oh snap Whoa. listen up no I, I wouldn't put uh, Williams in the same category but, but go here's, ahead. here's what I would say 
None of them make the same Give score. Give me a chance. Another. Shut up. None of them do that, except for maybe Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's a hack, whatever. But between Hans, uh, between uh, Hans Zimmer Elfman doesn't even write John his own Williams, music for the most part. John Williams' overall aesthetic, the John Williams texture that he comes up with, lends itself to... I'm sorry, I have to break in just to... The flashback yell, sequence? To yell at Sam Raimi for doing this again. The like, flashback Not trusting stuff. us to remember this guy that we saw By the way, by the way... Oh, he's the guy from the hallway! Right. That's right! Oh, God, that's so ironic. By the way, that really quick flashback to Uncle Ben... And he like, slowly he's, picks he, the no, gun no, up. No, no, yeah. No, the, the really slow fla- flashback to Uncle Ben, like he's flashing to, oh, this guy shot Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben was already on the floor. So it's like it's like yeah. well let's get let's get your getting shot reaction here. It's like wait that doesn't make any sense. Shut up! The camera's already set up. Just just go. Ugh. So, so like, now Peter's just filling shit in. That's true. That's yeah. fair. All right. Anyway, so right here he right. picked up the gun. Right. He like slowly rose the yeah, gun. Yeah. He's like. Well, look, look, beams of light. Like, it almost looks like the Matrix. He would have tried. That was that was pulled right out of the Matrix. Actually. Yeah, I remember that shot. Um, but he would have tried to shoot him quickly. What would have been cooler is if he tried to shoot him, and then Spider-Sense going berserk, and he throws him out the you're, window you're or something. You're watching the movie about Peter Parker, not the movie about him, but in his movie, there was a flashback, too. Right. The, the, so he the, was pausing the to have a flashback as well. Right. You just didn't he was like, this. my God, that time I bought... He's, I con- he's the, constantly perched I've up like Batman. Maybe, maybe, we were, maybe we were watching his flashback. Because it's all stuff he would have seen. That, that thing he's sitting on when he's looking over the city, is that the same thing in Batman? Similar. Gargoyle. Well, it right, can't be like, the same. It's, it's the same exact he, one. No, he's one not in Batman New York. In he's in Gotham, okay? And Gotham is Chicago, as we all know. Okay. John Williams Shut is... The, the, the texture that John Williams comes up with for his stuff pretty much puts the focus on the melodies that the horns and the strings are doing, which is why okay. all those John Williams songs or cues sound like horns and strings playing these deeply melodic bits. Whereas, and it's always the case, John Williams never, ever moves away from that. He does the same thing over and over again. But what you're focused on in that particular arrangement is the melody of the horns and the strings, which is why you have a song like the fucking Star Wars fanfare and you have your Jurassic Park theme and they don't sound anything alike because even though they're made of the exact same instruments, there's different melodies and you're focused on the melodies. Actually, that's so, true. To, to an thing, extent, but, I've, seen, um, I've, I've, I've seen people do it or I, maybe I've done it myself, but you can, you can literally, if you take like a Star Wars intro and just drop in Jurassic Park I, I, or I actually, Indy. I think I showed you that once. I put yeah. Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park at the same time on the piano. Right. Left hand playing one, right hand playing the other. Right. They're the same song. Sure. Now, Danny Elfman's accused of the exact same thing, and it's the exact same thing. However, in a Danny Elfman arrangement, the texture of what you're listening to doesn't put as much emphasis on what's actually the melody of the song. It puts more emphasis on the... I keep saying texture because there's only two words to describe Well, the melody it. The is often th- very similar, well, yeah. too. Well, yeah. Well, the, the, I mean, he has everyone has their melodies that they write in, and eventually you write your five melodies, and then you just do variations of them for the rest of your career, which is the case for both of them. I it, would disagree but, with John Williams. John, John Williams, well, John John Williams, Williams has also, I, He's also cribbing from not only John Williams, but many classical composers. Sure, but he him. has... I mean, he has identifiable melodies it is so so it would it would be so easy Danny Elfman has Men in Black the Ice Dance from Edward Scissorhands but I wouldn't he's got all the songs from Nightmare Before Christmas and he's got fucking oh Jesus but I mean I I feel like I feel like well that no he's got fucking the Batman theme and that's what he's got he's got Simpsons Nightmare Before Christmas and Batman theme and that's what he keeps doing I mean I feel like he's taking like I said he's got he's got the Oingo Boingo setting in the Batman maybe he's only got the Oingo Boingo setting because he's 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 taking the same uh, you know he's basically going well in rock all you need is three chords and you can make make any song that way so he's like obviously in movie composing all I need is is uh, three backbeats and I can make any song that way why did she break up with him? I'm just I'm just curious. Because he's fucking him, dude. 
Because he's fucking him. Why, why'd she break little, up with her? Why'd little, she break up with the boy? Is she threw the ring at him or something? I'm a little surprised. She's like, here's your ring back. And he's like, whatever. And it's like, yeah. As, but, so yeah. this is the day after Uncle Ben died, right? <laughs> uh, graduation? I'm, yeah. And he's feeling sad and by the, Aunt by May's the way, okay? Let Aunt May make you a goddamn sandwich. You think she's not upset right now? Fuck she, lo- you. she looks pretty happy. No, she look, looks look, so, look, she looks so happy. No. She's blue. She's, see, she looks like she just met Michael Caine. <laughs> All right, final note on that last Michael Kinn would be a good now, Spider-Man. I will agree with you that Danny Elfman's music lately and at most of the time, in fact, 90% of Danny Elfman's work, you'd never heard of and never would recognize because it's Danny Elfman filler. But it's the same, it, it would be the same exact thing with John Williams if he wasn't such a top-ring name. Same with Hans Zimmer. You put, a, you put a composer in a room and say, go, and you end up with a filler soundtrack. What you need is a director to pull that out of you, the same way you need a, a, a director to pull out the DP's sense of what you're, oh, yeah, oh, and you eventually kind of clinch onto it, but with the help of someone else in the project. Mm-hmm. When you just put the composer in the room Somebody and say, you guys just bullshit, go. basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You need someone to be delineating about what it is they want and say on the first time, not that, but a little more of this and work with them and you end up with something that's amazing, which is why Tim Burton often gets the, 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 the tracks out of Danny Elfman was like, well, it sounds like every other Danny Elfman song, but this is fucking rad, as opposed to Danny Elfman just playing the same five things on his, like, his same five synth patches. See, well... Are music composers I'm not, I'm okay super, with that, though? I'm not super impressed they're, by they're, Tim They're Burton. fine with that I, in I, terms I, of paying their rent, but it's not very gratifying to work for a director that doesn't pull a good piece of work out of you. And that's why you end up going to that same thing that you always do, where it's like, he hired me because I'm Danny Elfman, I'll make a Danny Elfman score. I thought, I thought music composers hate that shit, where, like, you're telling them... No, I'm looking for more like this, and they have to recompose it. No, they it's like a, that. No, it, it, well, it, it, trust me, it's a pain in the ass, but it eventually ends up with a better score. Right. They, they. I mean, it's, it's. You, you don't want to tell them exactly what to do because it's the same as giving an actor line readings. It's like, well, then why am I here? Why don't you just do it? You know. But, um. But they definitely want to be directed. directed. They want to be directed. They want to be led in a direction. Definitely. And here we transition to the $100,000 suit. Yeah, it literally, each suit is 100 it, it, The only reason I know that is because someone stole a suit from, from this production, and it was like, oh, my God. So, and there was this, this whole thing, and there was a, a call. And in, in, the, in the news, they were talking about how the suit is worth $100,000. And I'm like, remember oh, that, Pete. Remember wait, that. Worth or cost $100,000? That's how much the Jar Jar Binks suit was, too. Yeah, before they yeah. realized they didn't need one. Yeah, <laughs> And, uh, oh, you watched the ten hour behind the scenes too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha! Oh, look, that's lit. <laughs> I like how the bad guy didn't have a mask on. Like he's got the hood on his head, but it, it, I like how he likes funions. I mean, he kind of uh-huh. he got really excited at that last little moment there before he got beat up by Spider Man. Here comes comedian Jim Norton. I think that reference building a nest in the Lincoln Center. I think that's a reference to the movie Q. Where I'm not kidding either. I, I that, that sounds like something Jake would say and just be making up, but um, I think that's a reference to the movie Q, where uh, Quetzalcoatl, the the Aztec god, builds a nest in like the the Chrysler Building or What's something. What's that background right there? What's that, like, What's that, that background? Like ground Zero to me. It did it look like, like Ground Zero. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, this is a, this is the sequence right where they originally had uh, him creating a, a Jim a spider web. Between the uh, the tray towers and capturing a helicopter in it. That right? was that was in the was teaser trailer. Sequence? I don't know if that was ever in the movie, but I it was think it was going to be the in the movie, trailer. and then they cut it out. In that case, it I recall they stalled yeah. filming because it was like Zena. Oh, by the way, yeah, that's Zena, Lucy Lawless, right there. Uh, was the one who says "guy with eight hands." That's hot. All these bad guys look so generic. They're like all they are generic. Mid thirties. He hasn't got a proper villain yet. He he needs one in the Green Goblin. 
proper adversary. What, what city is this supposed to be? New York. And everybody's white. There's a, we got a uh, poster. Uh. We got a poster, and in those goggles there, in his in his lenses, you saw the the two towers. They didn't take him out. Oh, really? Yeah, you you could just see him. Wow. This, he is brilliant. Finally, in all three movies, I think he does a fantastic job. Do you think if they got because you were talking He's about the only you, one, you don't, you don't like well you don't like Toby Mag- you don't like yeah. Toby Maguire. What if they got an ethnic person who fit the role better? You think there would have been a backlash from the fans for Peter Parker? He's yes. supposed to be white. Well, but, but, let's say, but let's say but, but who? let's say they got like I don't know a nerd. I, sir, I don't think ethnic people can act. So <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, but who? But like I don't know because let's say let's Not say they like put you. Let's say they let's say they put a black guy in there. Okay, let's say they put a black guy in there who fit Peter Parker way better. It works for me. I don't give a shit. Do you think fans would backlash at it, though? Maybe, but, you know, Obama's Spider-Man, and everyone loves him. Obama met Spider-Man. Obama is in Spider-Man, yes. Yes. Are you kidding me? No, Spider-Man he was in the Spider-Man saves. comic. Spider-Man helped him out at one point yeah, yeah. in the Spider-Man what? comic. Can I just say Spider-Man. things and they become true retroactive? <laughs> 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 what the fuck just happened? Do I have what, that power? What, is Spider-Man it, also saves Stephen Colbert. He was Colbert. in the Spider-Man comic. When? When is this? Uh, just after he won. Brian, Spider-Man well, saves Stephen was Colbert. Was there an alternate, was there an alternate version where John McCain was in the comic? No. Um, I think they were waiting to see who won before they got into that. Wow. Anyway, yeah, I think a black guy would oh, be fine. Oh, this guy, by the way, is based on uh, Ed Asner. Like, I read in a magazine somewhere that they had, like, actual photos of Ed Asner from his Lou Grant uh, role in Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, that's yeah. how they, they based the character? They based, they based the way they designed him on, I guess, like, partly but, the but comic. But that's what he looks in the comic, yeah. Yeah, based, partly the, the acting, I guess, was based on Lou Grant. I don't know. By the way, I saw behind the scenes of, of uh, J.K. Simmons doing that role, like, just his, his, his reading. His line reading? He's just sitting there with a line reading, and he's just like, yeah, I'll put Spider-Man on the front page. Uh, he doesn't want to be famous? I'll make him infamous. And I'm like... I would never have fucking hired him based on that reading. Like, you got it all wrong. Just, but then, just turn it up. Exactly. Hold the knob there. Yeah, turn it up as high as you can until you feel it kind of breaking. <laughs> they must, and then and just they, a they must have discovered this over-the-top yeah. thing by accident. Like, he, he probably was like, let me just try something for fun. Right. But that's exactly... It must be that they just accidentally got that because... Because the character is supposed to be that way, Over but happened. Yeah, yeah, but how you would hire someone based on such an awful line reading as the one they show in the behind the scenes, I don't know. I think because they knew in their hearts, fucking J.K. Simmons it, they knew was the one. Yeah. So, so you guys said that Peter Parker and and James Franco live together mm-hmm. in yeah. this, and he doesn't know that he's dating Mary Jane. Yeah, right. And she does, and and he also doesn't know that Mary Jane is working in a, a, a waitress. Sl- slummy, greasy spoon diner. So really, no one tells Harry anything ever. <laughs> His dad is hiding the fact that he's the Green Goblin and murders people. So this I movie's mean, basically about how Harry's life sucks. Exactly, yeah. secretly, that's what is. And I, they got around to that in the third one. They're like, this is really the tragedy of Harry. Is what this is. <laughs> you missed that great line. <laughs> Harry doesn't like to live in a little place I like to call Earth. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Now, this is one of those things. Where Harry's one of the space aliens? <laughs> That's a setup for a later. He's Venom. My this God. This whole scene doesn't read to me as a, as a person watching footage, it's knowing so what the real world looks like, as a scene that could ever happen and look like this. This feels contrived and lit. You know, and staged. I, I, yeah. It's very staged. staged. You, know what, you know what it is? I, I think if they had just... I think this is a scene, as much as I don't like, like it's the freaking the born identity or whatever. Show. Well, no. I mean, if they had just, if they had just been like, you know what? We're going to do this one handheld. 
It's not going to be crazy. It's not going to be born identity. We're not going to be zoomed in on your eye, but we're just going to have it on on the guy's shoulder, and it's just going to weave a little bit, you know, as opposed to so clearly this is on a tripod. There's a reflector just out of the frame. You know, there's a bunch of people standing that, around staring. Not, that's not born identity. That's just handheld. No, I know that. I'm, I, I just want to make it clear because a lot of times nowadays you say handheld. Or the office. Like, Ooh, the born identity, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, because that's dumb. Like handheld. Like the office. Good. Yeah, like, or more Battle like the Star. office. The or, Battlestar handheld. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Even even that's almost a little too shaky. Like they seem to do it a little on purpose. Yeah. But oh, they but do. It still makes like life easier for yeah. the CG guys. Yeah. I but yes, this is God, a very James static Franco film. Is the, James Franco and J.K. Simmons are the only guys that are bringing the game. James Franco, James Franco is and William great. Defoe. Like, William Defoe yeah. also. James, I mean, but James Defoe, Franco. It's looks, easy for him to bring the game because he's just fucking rad. Yeah, I mean, uh, Franco looks at looks at Tobey Maguire and smiles, and I'm like, I love him. I don't want anything bad to happen to this character. I feel and and when when bad things continue to do so, I feel so bad. And you know I what's want funny? To give him a hug. Here, here's the funny little. Do you guys watch House? No, James no. Franco. I love this bit by, right right there. We we talked about it before. He just turns around and he's being nice. He's like, I'll, I'll help some, you. I may I'll make some calls. I'm you know I'm a billionaire. I basically control the city. But he's not saying it in a threatening way. He's like, I'll just make some calls. And even then, it's like, please don't. I'm so afraid of you. <laughs> I'll help you. Yeah. Oh God, no, don't no God. Me. Oh. James Franco reminds me of Wilson, House's friend on House, which is sort of a funny thing to do because then he starts thinking of Spider-Man as House. What was that cop <laughs> doing just there? Like he was about to open the. He wait, was, was he opening it for them or was he opening it? I think he was closing it or opening it. For no, he was unlocking it. Anthony, he was representing. He was representing. <laughs> That's right. There's your the ethnic whole, person. The only in black. New York. The only black guy in the movie he gets pistol whipped gets, like a bitch. Gets pistol whipped like he doesn't know how the, what's the, go, this, going the, down. This is a great example of bullshit in the movie where the fight scene is just complete. CG and crap. Yeah. They they could have... I mean, the the fight scene is so close to being something that could easily be done by a person, by a group of people working there's, together. They should have got Wu-Ping. There's a yeah. number of ways you can tell when someone's not a photographer and they're trying to act like a photographer. Like, for instance, later in the movie, he completely changes the depth of what he's focusing on and doesn't change the focus. We'll get to it. Right. We'll, get, yeah. to we'll get to that. Another one is that you know you're not a photographer if you ever put your camera in string on a lamppost. Right. Why? Because it's a camera. You don't. If you're falling and you're holding a camera, you turn your back to the ground and you right. fall first. You protect the camera. Yeah, it, and it's and it's one he of those things. Be, he may be a superhero, but he's still poor. Yeah, and that's still an expensive camera. Yeah, exactly. To to make money, he has to be a villain. But yeah. it's I guess that's why they took away the part where he's an inventor because they're like. He's kind of stupid. I don't think he can invent this shit. I think we should just put it in his wrist. It's on his spider web. What's wrong with the camera being on his spider web? Tensile strength of steel, sir. Okay. It's sticky. (laughs) Anthony and Michael lawyered me. Anthony and Michael have lawyered me. Meat. I love love the fact where he just throws in, I'm going to get you meat. It's like... (laughs) You really feel like like J.K. Simmons just said that, and everyone's like, "What just happened?" <laughs> and, he, and he just he just went with it, and they're like, "I guess we'll put that in because that was fucking insane." Peter Parker should go to NASA if he needs money. He should go to NASA and like give donate some of his. Uh, That's true. Spider He'll stuff. be like, "Here, pfft, analyze that. Analyze <laughs> that." <laughs> I don't know how it works either, but you figure it out. He just shoots it in their face. Exactly. <laughs> Did you say anal- he shoots it in their face and says, analyze that. They're like, well, uh, on first viewing, it's you're things. an asshole. <laughs> exactly. That's my analysis. You want a second opinion? <laughs> yeah. Jerry, get over here. I love that little transition they had where they basically just put this camera in the center of the street, spun it, and then at the last second, transitioned into like a spinning into Oscorp type moment. Right. Really, I like that. I feel like they should have used that more. Why? Because it was original. Stupid bastards. 
and then they take the corporation away from him because he was nice. Because he was doing so well. I'm so confused. I'm I'm really confused by well, this. The their rival corporation that we totally skipped. We were talking about something else when that scene went by. Um, he blows up the rival corporation. A general dies in the middle of this test that goes horribly, horribly uh, wrong. And yet somehow that rival corporation comes out like, well this enough. Is working. It comes out well enough on top that it can afford to buy Oscorp for uh-huh. some reason. Oh, and there's an Asian guy. There's well. an ethnic guy. Look at that. Did you see that? Yeah. There's an Asian guy. So it's not Middle Earth. <laughs> there, was, there was an Asian guy there. There were Asian elves. No, there weren't. Yeah, Where? Go watch. I uh, watched Helms it. Helm's Deep. Go watch. Were there, were there Asians in Helm's Deep? I Shush, go watch remember. it. Uh, I don't remember seeing any. It'll shut you up for the next couple weeks. I love, I love this, this. That's because I'll be busy watching it. Exactly. I love this condescending drink of tea right there. Like I've always, I've always thought that was just so and he great. Wipes like, his drool off his such face. Such an ass. Like he just drinks tea right in his face. Oh, here's where they got sued, right? That's but, what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, the Macy's Day Parade that wasn't. Yeah, but by the way, the Macy's Gray Parade apparently. I don't know why she's in this movie. Uh, I never thought she was that interesting. I never hated her, but I was like, why? Um, yeah, th- this scene takes place in Times Square, and the big like. Shiny billboard underneath, like, the Samsung and stuff. They basically replace those billboards, as you do in movies. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of times you'll replace you're – you're like, well, they're not sponsoring us, so we're not going to put their their name on it or whatever. Oh, here's a shot but, coming up, by the way, where he's an awful, awful photographer. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. He focuses on the statue for some reason and then on them at a different depth. A different – yeah, a different – it's a different distance away, which yeah. means the focus is going to be different. Yeah, especially – horrible at this point. Especially Parker. on that level of zoom. Like, you yeah. really got to – it's tight. But anyway. Um, Why is she wearing an Asian outfit, by the way? Apparently, this is some kind of world unity thing. In fact, I think they said that. This is like the world unity fair or something. She should have a, so she's she, like, she should have I'm going to be Asian. She should have a burqa on. If you, mel- if you melt her skin, she will look like the crystal skull. Why is, why is Chinese unifying, but a burqa is not unifying? Because the Chinese own the world. Or very soon. Not will. in 2002. That's true. They were on their way. But, uh, I mean, that's, that was uh, Firefly was 2002. And they were the ones who were basically like, yeah, China took over. They were the economic power. Um, but anyway, going back to the, the lawsuit thing, those billboards on that, that corner in Times Square, they're basically like Coca-Cola. I think it's Coke. Um, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Coke have just they're like we own that billboard and so the fact that they changed it they're like we own that billboard our shit is always on that billboard you changed it we pay like it's it's so funny they're like even in the fictional world we pay for the right to have that mean coke right even in the fictional world that billboard is a coke billboard if you change it without our permission you have stolen from us you stole that billboard you stole part of our brand and they they, they sued him and they as i recall they won did you see now, Macy Gray's reaction to the situation? Oh snap! Oh no! Hey, there was a there was an ethnic what? person right behind him clapping. <laughs> and that one she guy didn't was, understand. This though. is like Bill you Mata don't point out guy. ethnic people. That's me. <laughs> that one guy was wearing a shirt with the the one that says whatever Soviet. whiskey. That's supposed to be Coke or Pepsi. One of the two. One guy was wearing a Soviet Union flag shirt. What are these Weird. balloons? These are like the most horrible balloons. Yeah, what are they supposed to be? Is is that well? That okay? So there's a panda. So that's China. And, and then, then she jumps towards the cracking, yeah, she does falling thing. Look how he doesn't even flinch. He's Spider-Man. He's like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, he doesn't seem at all shocked. There's a good okay. explosion. By the way, the guy in the wheelchair just fell out. Stanley. Stanley. There's Stanley. Come yeah. on. He grabs the little Dutch girl. And here he is being smart. Like, they were running before, and then they turned to Spider-Man watch it Spider-Man is smarter than Yoda. Face. Yes, he is. Look. Here she is. She's like, oh, oh, I better get over there. It's falling. 
<laughs> no one, no one I've points out the job web in afterwards. This movie. Huh? It's no stupid. one looks at him shooting his web. Like not one person saw his face. No, nope. no one shot. sees him pulling the shirt out. Right. I'm like, dude, uh, the building's falling down. Exactly. <laughs> You're still gonna know. Oh, look at that guy. He's, he's got a spider. What thing just on happened? Shirt. Yeah. Now, now keep in mind that that this little ball yeah. kills only the old people he hates. <laughs> exactly. She is right on the other side of that camera angle, and so is he. I didn't even see what hit his head. He just fell down. The kingdom of the crystal skull helmet. Yeah, exactly. There's your crystal skull. At least in Ninja Turtles, they kind of acknowledged it when Raphael rolled over the car in the beginning of the first movie. It looks like a big toidle. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they acknowledge Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull here? That's Look at this kid. Why do people always numbers. stand still? Like when something's falling towards them mm-hmm. in every and why, movie. Why are we Why are we feeling danger for this kid? Because okay, he's a, in that last he's a little, shot we see he's the, a little Caucasian boy. Well, yeah. in that last shot we see the the platform the, coming down. Yeah. But in the shots before, all we see is this giant this balloon, inflatable balloon that is deflating. And quite frankly, I I don't want to sound like a bad person, but if he's that dumb to stand there and need Spider Man's help, I don't think he deserves to reach puberty. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. Don't don't let him breathe. Technically, oh, Spider Man wow. gets pwned oh. in the head. I never oh, noticed that before. Te- technically, Spider Man's like way stronger than the Green Goblin, right? Uh, probably, yeah. So what? although the Green Goblin is eight hundred, at least eight hundred times, because that was a previous trial, so he might be even more. Look, powerful. he's he's spreading his arms just like just like he did in the when he mm. had his shirt off. That's how we know it's him. That's how we know it's symbolism or something. Also, also uh, among all the hundreds of thousands, now nah, maybe just thousands, maybe just tens. But wait, wait, wait. Were we not supposed to know that that was Norman Oswald the whole time? No, we were. He's, it's fine. Look, it's a kangaroo. It's a it's a Russian dancer. That's it's world unity. It looked like we're the, going, it looked we're like going a, to unify each other no, through stereotypes. No, it was the Monopoly guy. <laughs> but uh, I, I was going to say, um, among, this, amid all the people screaming, he can he recognizes hers. That's a little. He's it's he's true. a spider. It makes your balls it's turn to ash. Spider sense. Yeah. His spider sense. Oh my. That looks bad. Goggles. <laughs> that looks really bad. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's dangerous to get that stuff in your eyes, yeah. yeah it, <laughs> exactly. We'll it's meet a, again. It's a mask. Now, see, I, I know you out. don't like this that. Is that. Well, that's a perf- that moment right there is a perfect example of the tone of the film. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're okay with the tone of the film, that moment is fine. He's got. He's totally the mustache-twisting villain. Right. He's the, exactly. we'll meet again, and flies who, off. Who, I who, love who, who drops the girl on the railroad? Yeah. Exactly. The damsel in distress. <laughs> So, if you're okay with the tone of the film, you're okay with that moment. I'm right. not okay with the tone of the uh-huh. film. In we'll meet again, Spider-Man. They have a dolly. They're like, the dolly the shit out of this shot. Huh? Look like the Sears Tower in the background for know. a second. Mannequin Spider-Man. Hold on tight. She's not holding on nearly tight enough for considering the velocity and like the yeah. centripetal force. She's <laughs> going to come right off. She, her fingers are, aren't even like dug into him. She's just u- clenching with her fists. I'm like, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. That, rem- that reminds me of Superman when he let Lewis Lane float in the air for a little while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. Lois Lane, but yeah. Lo- Lois Lane. Sorry. Lewis Lane would be the gay Superman. Okay. That's okay, too. <laughs> but Lois Lane. Not that there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think that'd be hot. But anyway. You're a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> what cheap a ass stupid douchebag. I hate you. I hate the... As this his, movie makes me belligerent. Away. He could have done like a cool double. <laughs> you should be the one drinking wine he, right now. He could have done like a cool double front tuck ninja flip, but he did like a. He jumped off a springboard clearly uh-huh. and onto a mat and cut to CG Spider Man flying right. around the city. I love how they're like, in this one, they're like, he is way too pretty to screw up his face. We're not even going to put the thing, the, the bandage anywhere on his face. It's going to be off to it, the side. It turns everyone else to dust. <laughs> but him, it's a little tiny band aid. Yeah. 
It's in just hair. And he needed to bandage it. So it's not even a scar. It's just a little boop. I mean, they unpretty him up in number three, which I thought was ballsy. It's one of the few things in three that I was but like, they huh. made Tobey Maguire much more pretty mm-hmm. with his little emo boy haircut. I didn't with think his that Mike was get up. I need to think. And Michael's the expert on that. Slapped yeah, around. What? You know, it's right. <laughs> I will pretty? On, on, on pretty. Well. Pretty boys. <laughs> I'm not going to write a dissertation or anything, because I already did. No, um, <laughs> that's how I got through college. Um <laughs> How come in movies, high school people always look like they're in their mid-twenties? Why is that? Uh, mid? Because they guys well, all look 30. No, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm, <laughs> oh, mid? <laughs> here's, here, here's, here's the honest answer. The answer is that if, if you're actually of high school age, you can't work a full day. You're a minor. So they have to get people above high school age, and you're generally talking about people in their early to mid-twenties. It's for the Irish audience. Everyone in, uh, Ireland, everyone in Ireland looks like five what? years older than they do over here. Like a fifteen-year-old in Ireland is, looks like a twenty-year-old over here. Seriously, I don't know if that's racist or not. <laughs> it's not racist. I'm really confused. It's that's not racist because they're white. See, okay, it, it's no. not racist, and when it's true, I am so. Con- oh, uh, well, I will remember that <laughs> next time we have this conversation. Let it's me a, just. It's a statistic. Say. I, I would defy you to show some kind of peer-reviewed study on that basis. Um, but, uh, yeah, wow, it's for the Irish audience. I'm, I'm going to have to remember that. Next time, next time someone questions me about, about a choice I'm making in a movie, I'll say, it's for the Irish audience. <laughs> They're going to be like, excuse me? I'm like, don't worry about you it. You won't get it. It's an inside no. joke. <laughs> this is good. This is the kind of thing that, as an actor, you want to do. You're like, if I'm going to be the villain... I want to just be crazy as fuck, and I want to get my villain monologue. Although I got, I gotta say, it's it's kind of interesting that he doesn't get his. Uh, he gives his villain monologue to himself instead of the hero. Yeah, he doesn't monologue to the hero. So that's that is an interesting choice that they made. Do here. you think he could have pushed it further? Uh, I think he's right on the cusp of breaking down completely. Like I think I think this is enough for the melodrama and stuff. And he's got the insane like Joker clown face. He would have been a good Joker, by the way. I loved Heath Ledger, but I think he would have been amazing, and he wouldn't uh, needed makeup. But, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but uh, Michael Caine would have been a good Joker. He was already Alfred. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> I want to see a movie do that once. <laughs> Michael Caine's gonna be our butler. Cool. Oh, Heath Ledger died before the movie got started. Can we have Michael Caine play that, too? <laughs> yeah. I just want to see an actor unapologetically play two roles. That would be awesome. Th- that happens sometimes. Yeah, but not like... But. And, and it's, not even a, it's not even a thing. It's just it's like... It's not even part of the story. <laughs> it's just, it just is. Michael, Michael Caine plays Luke and Han. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. I like... He does a... He's performing pretty well. Although, I gotta say, it's, it's funny because as soon as he got... The as soon as his insane branch got to go all the way and become a completely different personality, like normal Oz, uh, normal Norman, whoa, uh, got <laughs> a lot more normal. He he actually looked like scared there, and I'm like, I actually believe him. For once, I'm not frightened of him at this moment. But then it cuts back to the other one, and I am frightened again. Look at Tobey Maguire try. Spider Man wasn't attacking. It is not. I resent that. He's doing the hand. Yeah, this is good. Slander, Slander is spoken in print. That's libel. Yeah, you I've seen that one come up anybody. a lot. Yeah, that's a bad line. You don't trust anybody. It's like, that's that's the screenwriter sticking his dick in your ear. Like, don't do that. <laughs> that's not where the conversation was going. Now, I have to say I really like this. First of all, they really like blowing up walls in this movie. Um, windows. And windows sp- specifically, yeah. But I l- More like walls that shatter. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I love this. I really love this moment with Jameson because he seems like such a mercenary and he's like, fuck you. If I'm not getting paid, I'm not giving you the money and blah, blah, blah. And he's like only out for himself. But when when push comes to shove and he asks him to tell him who's giving – who's taking the pictures. Yeah. And the easiest thing in the world would just be to tell him he's that guy in the other room. He denies it. He says, I don't know who it is. I don't know where the pictures come from. His stuff comes in the mail, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like – that's 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 a moment where I'm like, wow, Jameson actually got some depth there, and that was a really good moment for that you, character. You'd think with Spider-Sense, he'd be able to spot the gas coming or move out of the way or something. You know what I just noticed is you can see his mouth talking. So they really put William Defoe. Oh, yeah, in that yeah, mask. he was in there. But Do you think they could have done something better with that mask? It looks like just this plastic head. I do mm-hmm. feel for the filmmakers in the sense that you have both your hero and your villain Faces completely and entirely covered. Right. I mean, obviously, that's why a, they show the eyes. It's a problem in, in a lot of, of superhero films. You know, Batman, yeah. most notably. But that's this why they ca- just, that's, what, that's why they cast Seabiscuit. He doesn't have. He's got a mask on. Yeah. We won't see. We won't see his face, anyways. But uh, I think it's funny the way he's standing. He's he's he's, he's, he's always he's always yeah. pursed, ready to get it in the ass or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But but Willem Dafoe, look at him. Look at him. He's just performing the shit out of this, and all you can see is his eyes. Like, that's an actor, man. <laughs> it's like, you, I, I love this bit, too. He's like, no, eh, we're just two guys talking shop, you know, just leaning hey, around how's here. how's it going? Just <laughs> kind of slaps him in the head and stuff. Gas like, prices, huh? Yeah, I love that. I love that really, like, absurdly casual moment between the villain and hero. Michael, this- don't start liking this. This almost reminds me of. I, I've always I've always liked parts of this. this, this and I never re- hated this. This reminds me of Dark Knight in a way. Just the Uh-oh. bad. No, the, the ba- <laughs> no I mean, the, the, just the dynamic here with the with the the bad, the bad guy, guy. The, the bad, bad guy, guy is like, like so chill, and he likes the good guy. Yeah, he's like, you're funny. Yeah, <laughs> and I like this. You're better entertaining. Than- I'm gonna keep you around. Exactly. For a while. Have you ever seen it the other way around, where the good guy is like, you know what? I like this bad guy. I'm gonna let him live another day so he can fuck up the city and I can no, stop him right. again. No, you're right. That's a good idea. I've, I, I've I feel like I've seen something, or maybe I've just wanted to do it, where the bad guy and the good guy kind of know who each other are, but they're like, well, it almost happened in Batman Returns a little bit with uh, Catwoman and Batman, but just kind of a thing where it's like when we're both in suits, we both know, but we're not going to start anything. Yeah. It's only when we got the costumes on that we're going to go because it's it. the costumes that kind of get us going. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like the entire time someone's in costume, they have a huge boner. <laughs> Well, that's why they're made. That's that's why they're made of uh, latex now. So not not spandex, because the spandex will be stretchy and give it away. Really? No, I'm just. <laughs> but they did add. Nice sell. Nip- what? Nice sell. What? They did add pointy nipples, though. I gotta say, to a, a bunch of uh, costumed heroes over the years. You know, this city. Thank is, you, Joel Schumacher. Th- th- this city is really fucked up. Like. Crime is happening every second. <laughs> it's like it's so bad that when she turns the corner, two guys go after her. Yeah, like want to rape this chick? Yeah. They said I needed Just, acting we, lessons. We're going to see Love Actually in half an hour. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, yeah. Well- when it happens, we'll point it out, the fact that these guys are just minding their own business. They're going somewhere, doing something. She walks by. them as being like the seagulls in, in Finding Nemo. They're just like, right? 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 
This is this is I I have to say a lot of the scenes between the two of them and I almost feel like it's the kind of thing it's almost a no win situation because you get the script and they they don't have these scenes and it's like well fucking he and Mary Jane never spend any time together so how are we supposed to get a sense of the relationship but then these scenes happen and you're like I don't care and I don't really feel like anything's happening that's in these scenes that's your casting so yeah that's I, someone, someone with all the charisma in the world could make stupid drivel completely like. That's, oh, that's what true. are they saying? What are they saying? That's true. Like they could make it leap off the page. If they if they had chemistry, it'd just be sitting there, and you're like, oh man, I'm practically watching porn right now. I, it's think, awesome. I know it's like and, I can't wait for her to bust one right uh, in her yeah, ear. Exactly. I think realistically, Spider Man would be a rapist himself. Here we go. Here we there go. Hey, we're like, doing. Hey, hey, rape. We got right, time. Yeah, they even look at each other right. like, want to hit that? Right. Yeah, okay. Right. But realistically, right. Spider Man would be a rapist, don't you think? Like he's he's this beat down nerd. As soon as he comes up, he's gonna be like, I'm gonna take advantage of this. And he's going to go after celebrity that's a, women. That's the thing you never and put them in web. That's a, that's the thing you never see is the <laughs> Meanwhile, guy. Meanwhile, Natalie Portman found dead dehydrated today. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing you want to see when he, you know, in in number three, not to skip ahead, but that's the kind of well, not want to see, but that's the kind of thing you expect to see. And what I do think you want to see exactly, is, is, Michael? What 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 you need is instead of no, him, I love this. Spider Man comes in and then he's like. Mine! Yeah. And then he comes in and rapes her anyway. Instead of dancing like an emo moron in number three when he gets the black suit, he should be doing shit like that. He should be doing awful things that it's like, wow, this is what happens when you don't have Uncle Ben die right after giving you some advice. That was like, the ugliest back kick. Look at these moves. They're all yeah. like... The- and she's all smiling. She's like, oh, I don't even know what's happening. And her headlights are on. Boing. <laughs> 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 But ironically, this is one of the least lit scenes in the film, and uh, is you can clearly is see no better shown for it. Kirsten Dunst is more stacked than I realized. <laughs> she just seems like a. Why couldn't they do a better fight scene? That makes me so upset. Yeah. It's like any, any of them, any of the action stuff could have been so much better. But we can say that about so many movies. It, it, it looks like straight out of like a 1950s film, the way you'd see a fight scene back the then, westerns and where stuff. it's like so bad, but you accept it because it's a western. But it's like. He obviously watched The Matrix before he made this movie. He should have got the guy who did The uh-huh. Matrix movies. Or at least... Well, maybe they couldn't afford that or guy. Or he should have just went to Asia and picked one guy out. Yeah. <laughs> any <laughs> like, guy. Any, any Asian guy. I mean, like, here, just you choreograph this. Just pick a guy out. By the way, right here, um, when they shot this, uh, we're, we're basically watching Tobey Maguire be waterboarded right here. Because the mask is right up against his nose. All the rain is pooling in the mask and going straight up his nose. So this entire time that he's kissing her and trying to act cool, he's, he's, panicking. he's drowning, basically, <laughs> while we're watching this. But he likes drowning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, now, anytime he 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 actually drowns, he's gonna get a hard on. <laughs> this reminds me of something. Mental regression. Yeah, exactly. By the way, that was a uh, uh, non kind of a non continuous cut because she his mask is clearly still down, and then it cuts and it's all the way up again. Yeah. So now she's in love with him. Because that's what happens when someone. By the way, by are, the way, I, I, exactly. I'm not sure exactly where when it came in where it was decided. Uh, like he realized that he could also retract this webbing because he does there that was, sometimes. The first time he you see that is when he's upside down in the warehouse with the guy that killed Uncle Ben. Uh-huh. And, and he's he like goes down, down and, and then back and up. His knees are kind of punched up against his feet, uh-huh. and then he gets sucked back up. Again. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a. That's a. Um, that's a typical Spider-Man pose. Like they hit a lot of the comic book poses quite right. intentionally. That, by the way, looked really fake. Like something about that just looked really retarded. I don't think he really did that. No, <laughs> it's been it, thought it, of his. That's wrist. not what I'm saying. It just looked. I'm calling fake. It looked stupid the way they did it. Uh huh. 
Like, here's the wire. Like, Let's this is... Them back okay, up. cut away from this lady much earlier. Because, I mean, sh- sure, she's acting her heart out, like this little crane down on her face. Come on back to her. And she came out of the fire, yeah. but she looks clean. Like, yeah. She there just took go. a shower. Yeah, there she and is. And then the baby like, looks clean. this is clean. too long of a shot. They're like, cut for freak nobody. out, freak out more! <laughs> freak out more. <laughs> like, because she seems okay, and then she starts, like, it looks like suddenly she's been hit by hypothermia okay, or see, something. All that explosion right there would have deafened that baby. I yeah. just picture, like, the baby coming up and was like, ha, ha, fuck, Jesus! Yeah. And, like, Spider-Man throws out the baby and, like, jumps out after it. Yeah, the baby's fine. At least put some soot on the blanket. If not the baby. If you're not going to soot up the baby's face, at least put some on the blanket for people. Now, watch sake. him, like, take the thing off, and it's just like a cinder block. And Is and that she's, freaking like, Dave Matthews? It looks like some just random guy in a police outfit. I don't believe him as an officer for a second. Oh, God, this movie is... Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that moment is dumb. I, I'll give you that. That moment... No, even even that, with the camp, that, could, that, that could moment be a, is... That could be a great moment if it were done well. I suppose that's true. That's true. It's a moment like... Here comes our okay, shitty action well, sequence. Yeah, it's... The shittiest action sequence in the whole movie. You think so? He, he, dances, he, he dances like a, a bad fairy. Not even a fairy. A <laughs> bad fairy. He dances you know? like the fairy who flunked out a fairy ballet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like twisting and turning and putting his foot up. And it's. Like, I love the idea that the goblin, by the way, was just like loading up old woman screams on his iPod that he hooked up to his, his uh, suit. You know, and he's just playing it back. You ever notice? You can how see ever, the zipper on the back of his costume. You ever notice how whenever someone gets punched in this movie, they fly straight back? Yeah. It's not like it's yeah. not like an arc, right? They just right. fly straight back you and see down. That in, you, you see, see that, that in the Matrix. In a, lot of, yeah. in a lot of wire work, because obviously in a wire work, getting pulled straight across when in reality gravity is there always affecting there you. Is. There, there we go. So there's always going to be an arc. That is. Yeah, that shot. The, the, oh, Spider-Man, this is the worst part. This one right here. Oh, that was close. <laughs> I like it's, the it's I like Spider-Man. The, like right. he, he should do like a butterfly twist or something yeah. cool. I like the they tried, but I like the idea of a, a number of these shots and I like, you know, the the all the the embers and stuff flying through the air and stuff. This could have been a really fantastic sequence, but it was just kind of like, all right, I guess they're punching each other again. What if Denzel Washington was Spider-Man? <laughs> Oh, what God. if he was the Green uh, Goblin? What if he wasn't? He kind of already is. Denzel I, Washington is Spider-Man. Oh, okay. That no, just, that Denzel, just... Denzel Washington acts like a petulant child with a gun. Like I, I, I liked him in Training Day, but since then, that's the only role he's played, and I haven't liked it as much. Did you watch the Great so Debaters? Did you watch the Great Debaters? How dare you? Did you watch the Great Debaters? No, I didn't. Okay, you can't say anything. I say everything. No. Were they great or were they masters? And I mean it. I don't know. I didn't, master, I didn't, I didn't watch the movie. Debaters, that you didn't, how dare you? <laughs> I saw the trailer. Oh my, so did I. I saw the trailer. There was the no hint of Training Day how in the trailer. How dare you? There I can't no even hint. believe that just happened. No hint no, of Training Day. Denzel Washington is a very much look at me act kind of Yeah, actor. yeah. And he gets this look on his face where he looks like he's trying not to pout. He's got that fucking like that misty like, Ben yeah. Affleck face. He's still yeah. badass. Get out of here. Um, I, I don't I don't hate him. I just wish I think he's a better actor than he seems to give himself credit for because he keeps playing the role that he won an Oscar for. And I'm like, maybe if you played a different one, you'd win another one. But because they already gave you the one for this one. But anyway, he's not Spider Man. Daniel Day Lewis would have been a good Spider Man. He would have <laughs> Spider Man the shit out of Spider Man. What are you doing? What are you doing over there? He would have been a good Green Goblin. He would have been Daniel awesome Day Lewis would have been an amazing he villain. Spent, any he would have spent yeah. two years getting that Spider Man roll down. <laughs> he would have been an awesome Spider Man. He would have been like 
He he would have spent well. He would have spent those two years fucking eating flies, and he's like, "This is what spiders do." I'm getting in their head. This it this just, looks just this looks it. more like a Carl's Jr. ad because they did the some weird twix storing or whatever. We want it to be slower and look gross, but it looks like a Carl's Jr. ad where if it doesn't get all over your face, you're probably Spider Man. No, I don't know. But <laughs> you know what would have been or, cool? It doesn't get all over the place. You know, it doesn't belong in you know, your face. You know what would have been a cool up. shot there instead of the camera panning up? It would have been cool if it went under him. As he looked up, like a Michael Bay kind of thing. Well, that's thing. what we're looking at right now, though. That's no. exactly the same. Oh, he's under the thing. Did you see him? <laughs> Did you see? Yes. Hi, Fig. Welcome but, to the movie. But that, but that, no, that, that. I've been leaning back crane, and sleeping that for the boom last down crane or, or boom down pan up thing. You see that all the time, so. No, you, not in Spider-Man. Well, in no. Spider-Man, okay. Not in Spider-Man. Spider-Man, everything is a generic center-framed thing. That's true. No, he needed he needed to get some cranes in there. And some, you know, some he, had, he had time to look. It's all change. locked off. So much no, of it is locked he, off. He had too. time it really to is. He, look how perfect that turkey is. He had time that to. That is an awesome turkey. He had time to go and get a tie on. You know how hard it is to tie a tie sometimes. Like when you're in a rush, he had time to tie his tie, but he didn't have time to put on a band aid. Well, the tie uh, could have been I, I, pre-tied. The, he just had to the tie could have been pre-tied, or maybe he's not retarded. Although, obviously, <laughs> okay. although no, this, I, I, this movie does call that into question a little bit. I have things. to be fair. It could be a clip-on, and I can tie a tie with one hand in less than a second. So I kind of rule. I could be Spider-Man. That's faster than instantly. <laughs> uh, I think you'll find that it is mathematically not. But um, I thought it would be cool if he had just... Tried to stab him in the face right here. Fuck it. Act three, right now. Go. <laughs> Just go right at him. Pull that pumpkin maybe, maybe, maybe bomb Pokemon ball out maybe, of your butt. He, maybe he should have had a better story than a male guy. What did he say? A male guy hit him or something? Uh, a bike messenger. Shouldn't he, say, like, he should have said like a giant cockroach attacked him and then Spider-Man saved him or something. A giant cockroach? There are giant There's no precedent for that. Yes, there is. Not in this Right story. at the opening credits. What? Didn't you see the giant cockroach? All right. So anyway, I'm going to go over here now. And uh, I love the fact that he tries to play it off. Like, like something's just come to my attention. It's like, you, you don't have a pager. Your cell phone didn't go off. Like, it's the messenger. You seem to find. Exactly. He's I'm like, gonna I'm going to go after the messenger. I'm going to find that guy and fuck it. I am going to kill the messenger. That's how it goes. <laughs> when, you, when you fuck with, with, you, with Peter Parker, you fuck with Norman Osborn. I will kill every bike messenger in this city. Look at that plain look on his face. That's this. Uh, gosh, Tobey Maguire has the same look the whole movie. Yeah, except he furrows his eyebrows sometimes. Mm-hmm. This is not a bad scene, by the way. It's a little overwrought, but you know that's the tone of the movie. It's the only scene that has two of the really well cast actors by themselves without a poorly cast person <laughs> in the middle of it. Well, if they threw Just JK kicking around right in the background. That's right a, that's inter- that's an interesting setup by the way. Thanks for sticking up for me. Uh he, first he of all, did. he did. He said she's not like that and you'll see. Um but also I think it's a little weird that the first thing you get to when you come in the door is the oven. Like that's a weird way to set up your apartment. Yeah. That's that's odd. That's just me. I mean, I I, I think the kitchen is an important part Michael of any house. Would notice that. Maybe, maybe Michael, it's because you know when you. you forget to turn it off and you have to run back upstairs to turn it off. <laughs> just saves you time. So Norman Osborn's just kind of cooking his dick in his apartment by himself right now. <laughs> it would have been cool if he was. It talking plumps to, when you cook it. It would have been cool if were, <laughs> instead of, instead of talking to a mask on a chair. It would have been cool if they just got. Someone in the Green Goblin outfit. Just sitting there, legs crossed, yeah, sipping something. some tea. Look at a, cigar, a cigar in his hand uh-huh. or something. Or I Wilson. Do, I, do like, I do like the fact that he's talking to the mask and they treat the mask as though it's a character. I, I think that's a good 
insane psychological moment. That would be really weird to be on set with Willem Dafoe the, the day that he's crawling around and screaming at like a mask. Yeah. It's like, okay, no one grin. The investors just walked in and they don't know what's going on. Yeah. I've, I've, well, that's the, that's the thing about, about movies a lot of times. I heard them talking about that with, there goes another wall. Uh, I heard them <laughs> talking about that with, uh, uh, Star Trek. Abrams was doing a bunch of like low, low tech tricks to get certain shots and stuff like that. And he's like, it like, and people would come and visit like a bunch of the original Star Trek cast and he'd be like, I know this looks like the stupidest movie ever made, but I promise it will work. Well, it does look like you the stupidest movie that? ever made. I love how Aunt May is like the easiest person to break ever. Uh huh. Those eyes. Yeah, Those right here. Eyes. She's just gone. It's like a scene out of The Exorcist or something. Well, she has. He has lost sanity. She has completely lost her sanity, and she's like, "Those horrible yellow eyes." It's like, okay, did a that's... cat do this to her? Is that it? Has, has she... she never seen a mask before? Exactly. It's like this isn't. She this... hasn't seen the news. Exactly. This isn't the yeah. 1920s. Chill out, lady. It's the green fucking goblin. She doesn't yeah. watch CNN. She doesn't watch Channel Four and BC News. <laughs> no. She watches Fox News. She sits at home and makes sandwiches. She makes sandwiches. By herself, because her nephew's kind of a douche. Yeah, her nephew doesn't want him. He's fine. It'd be awesome to know what happened there. I like how we've all we've all hit that point where it's like Wow, we've got 30 minutes left in the movie and nothing left to what say even about are we it. Going to just, say? Well, what, what, By the way, where did that picture come from? Because the house exploded. They, they supply them at the hospital. It's um, just a generic family. The house exploded. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Parker, we've got so half an hour. Yes, so we could look at himself. This could be the first down in front commentary where it's just like we're just we didn't make out. it. We no didn't make it all the way through. Oh, Queens. We all go out and have a cigarette. He's in Queens. Okay, that's fine. Queens, what? No, because I was that was what was on the bus, and I'm like that doesn't. But yeah, okay, makes sense now. Mary Jean cares so much about this old lady. <laughs> Why? Yeah, she's. It's like they lived. They lived right next to each other their entire lives. Because lives, they and taste better. Now that they've, better. Now, that they've <laughs> whoa, now that they've moved. By the way, we we did we did uh, skip over that moment. It was like an hour back where he's like, who's this mystery girl? Uh, Norman is asking uh, Harry, who's this mystery girl you're dating? When do I meet her? And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Never. If that's going to be your attitude, like the way you're coming at it, that's not what's going to happen. Like, he oh my God. angry, was he? No, he was just, he was just, he's, he's Willem Dafoe. So even when he was trying to be cool, he came off as kind of threatening. <laughs> it's like, when do I meet her? It's like, um, never, Dad, because... I don't you creep me the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. I don't want you to uh, drink her blood. <laughs> like, basically, it seems like girls are so easy in this movie. It's like he should just throw her into danger as much as as much as he can and save her, <laughs> and she will fall in love with him instead of. That would be. If I were a superhero and I were dating, every time we got in a fight, I would just toss her ass in front of a train and then save her. That's then- a great. Well, it's not a great idea. <laughs> like I'm never gonna get powers and end up doing that. But I'm saying that's something that I would want to see in a movie where someone just abuses that. <laughs> you never take out the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about this? How's this work for you? It's okay. I'll go take out the trash if you need me to. I can. I can get that taken care of. I'll do. I'll go do that right now. Oh, you want me to save you now? Okay. Okay. I see how it is. All right. You take out the trash, right? Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought you said. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> Suck my dick. Yeah. Oh, I really don't have anything else to talk about this movie. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll get there. We're just we're just in a scene where uh, we're in another Peter Parker 
MJ we're in is the black scene. hole. That's what we're in. Yeah, exactly. We're in the. Doesn't she look all right, we're in. Well, welcome she looks, to the what, suck. Does it, doesn't she look tired there? Like she looks tired a lot. She's actually. like, why am I even? Well, no, How she looks dead in the eyes lunch. because she is. She has no soul. Oh, she what, what, she she has she has fallen into the uncanny valley. What, what is what's saying, wrong with what Kirsten Dunst? Earlier about James Franco when he first came in the room, he's like, oh. Because he, he, they called action or something, and he that was that was a dinner. Oh, oh, yeah. He looked dinner. so insanely bored. <laughs> like Toby walked in at the last like three seconds of what was a five minute take, <laughs> where it's like action, there. and uh, everyone at the table is like acting for the first ten seconds, and like Toby doesn't walk in, and it's like a minute later, it's like PAs are kind of looking around. Two minutes in, it's like someone like actually like scratches their ass, and the boom guy kind of shifts, and it's just like three minutes later, Toby <laughs> walks in, and he's like, oh, uh, acting. He looked very very bored. I bet David Kep think that's uh, that was brilliant, like romantic writing, like poetry. What what just happened? What we've been talking over this whole David time. David Kep's got to go tea in a laptop. He's at Starbucks right now. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, he's like, nice. <laughs> he ty- he just types angrily and encourages himself he's, all day long. He's basically like furiously masturbating and typing and self yeah, exactly yeah. self evangelizing. She has nice hands. He, oh, you know, they, oh, most of them Chris, do. Now this is no, Kristen Dunst has nice hands. This is she? this is interesting because. That, that's he's, good he's wearing like you know everyone in movies wears makeup he's not very well made up right now he looks very pallid and very kind of gross and obviously that's a character thing but um, I think that's how he acts he doesn't put on makeup oh. you know, this thing is this this house is like a, it's like a mansion right yeah, yeah. on like oh, the yeah. top of a building well, they always explore the same rooms in the house well it's not that big it just looks big it's huge no. You don't know. They only explore the same where, Where's the butler? Based on what evidence? Where, yeah, where is the butler yeah, who comes in later? Who comes in, in, in number three and is like, all right. I've been the, here all along. The, the entire story of the first two films. Le, he, yeah, I've been here all along. You haven't noticed me because I've been hiding in the portraits. But <laughs> he uh, even, I've been watching. He doesn't even come in the third movie until the end, does he? No, he's there. He's, you sure? Yeah, they he's set just, him up in the, in the I hate movies where the butlers don't come. Okay. <laughs> does anyone so remember? Anyway. Does anyone remember what this movie? The people that liked it, what they liked about it? It was Spider Man. It'd been tr- it'd been I, like fifteen, you know twenty the years. First time, the first time I saw it, I actually did like it because I was, you know, like you said, we were waiting for so long for a Spider Man movie. But then as I watched it the second time, I didn't even finish it. I was like, and you know, it was right after nine eleven, and we all just needed hope and to believe in something again. <laughs> And, and it just came that, along. Spider Man was Spider Man, and that thing was Spider Man was, was the answer to nine eleven. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're going on record here. Spider Man solved nine eleven. Okay, that that Spider Man won the war. We on terror. needed to like Spider Man, otherwise the terrorists would have won. Exactly. And now apparently they have. What, I mean, with some obviously, of people obviously, on this couch. obviously this movie did very I'm well. I'm still an American, but <laughs> this, I don't know about the rest of you. This movie made eight hundred million dollars domestically, million. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Eight, that's eight hundred uh, million. I think that's just box office dollars. in general. I think that's general box office. I don't office. think domestically. Eight hundred yeah. million dollars worldwide. We'll say worldwide. How does this movie make eight hundred million dollars? It's fucking Spider-Man. And it's remember, marketing. I mean, I mean, listen. Well, once again, you're you're looking at it from the perspective of like. Psh, Compared to Dark Knight, there's nothing. I'm like, yeah, okay, but Dark Knight was still six years away. Batman Begins was still three years away. At, at this point, this was one of the the you know th- this was one of the the comic book films that took it more seriously. Believe it or not, this was a record set. This was a record setting movie in terms of this opening. was until number two. 
Spider-Man I, 2 was even more record-setting. I still can't believe we said that this is the answer to 9-11. <laughs> you know what that was a joke, answer? by the what way. What would have yeah, been, been the answer to 9-11 is William Defoe going on TV saying, we're going to get you terrorists. <laughs> exactly. They would have shit their pants. Oh, exactly. Like, William were, Defoe's coming after us. They, and then Bin Laden comes on being like, I give up. Exactly. Please don't, <laughs> please don't send him. Detective! <laughs> please don't send William Defoe. Bin Laden Defoe. just comes into the L.A. precinct with yeah. his hands up. Exactly. I will do anything if you, if you just don't send Willem keep Dafoe. The, keep the bad man out. <laughs> yeah. uh, so gas prices, huh, guys? How do you feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> May's still fucking happen. I mean, what are we going to do? Yeah. Did she just... What is she talking oh. about? No, she said, uh, she said, I know that you like Mary Jane. Everyone else knows. And he's like... <gasps> okay, so this is 2000... All the pot has... Wait, 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 wait. How has he figured... Okay, how has he figured out that... That the Green Goblin knows who he is, but he hasn't figured out who the Green Goblin is yet. He read the script, but not really well. God damn him. So, this is 2002. Okay, so this is, this worldwide grosses is $800 billion. The, 821. Uh, 8 million. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. $800 million? 821 yeah. million. Okay, so you said like a lot of different numbers. They're just verifying. Okay, well, but, there was an 8, a 2, and a 1, said, and they all went said, together. See. No, because he said... <laughs> That's he said, how the math said $800 billion, then he said $8 million, yeah, no, and I'm like, wait, it, wait, what? Eight hundred and twenty. I like that bit, by the way. That the on the phone, can Spider Man come out to play? I'm like, that is so scary. But here's my question: okay, I want to all cry. The, there's all just from te- that moment. There's all this technology, but no one owns a cell phone in this movie. No, you see Harry with a cell phone. He's talking to he's talking to her on a cell phone. Because Harry's goddamn rich. What? <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Why doesn't anyone else have a cell phone in this movie? And because they're three, most, they're either superheroes yep. or stupid. No, 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 no. But but were were cell phones really prevalent in two thousand two? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They were prevalent well before that. Mm, Matrix. Not well by that. By that. No, I had a cell phone no, no. when Matrix came out. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think remember. I did too. Yeah, everyone had a cell phone when Matrix came out. And then we all dropped them off of buildings because we wanted to see them in slow motion. It was awesome. <laughs> it was a good time in America. I wonder fun, if the kids are the, the kids are really just like this is awesome. Are we yeah, at see, Disneyland? That's cool. Is this Disneyland? <laughs> Did you trick me? <laughs> you said we were going on the metro, but this is Disneyland, isn't it? Is that green screen? <laughs> yeah. It's everything. That's, that's pretty good green screen, right? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. That was pretty good. Or probably blue screen since he's the green goblin. Shh. <laughs> Don't that's ruin the magic. Movie magic, man. That fire looks fake. Ever since <laughs> it working was, on Well, a, it was probably a, real, but it was a composited. shot of the Oakland Bay Bridge. I see a lot of bridges that look almost identical to them in movies. Why are these mm-hmm. things blowing up? All bridges look the same. Because he threw his Pokeballs at them. His Pokeballs? <laughs> his balls are pokey? <laughs> That's a Pokemon joke for those who yes, don't know. Yes, exactly. Because Michael knows what that is. <laughs> hey, I did a I'm Dragon sorry, Ball Michael, joke. I'm not really that into Pokemon. He threw his Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, the trio... You know, I was, I, was, I was at... Speaking of Pokemon, just since we got nothing else to talk about, I was, uh, I was at... Denny's like a few weeks ago and I was sitting by a bunch of uh, like teenagers who were just talking about it, just every like comic book movies and they're like oh you know uh, uh, like uh, oh who, who's the Godfather Marlo? it was like they had just discovered movies and they were like talking about them but I heard one of them ta- talking about like uh, you know oh I can name 200 Pokemon and I'm like okay there's two pathetic things that happened there one He's a high school kid who can name 200 Pokemon. Two, I almost turned to him and went, there's only 150, all right? 
That's that, that's how Pokemon works. But apparently they've added some since then. But anyway, that's my story. To it would have been, it would have been triply embarrassing had you okay. said that and then been proven wrong. And then been proven wrong exactly. And he named the other fifty that exactly. Just <laughs> oh yeah, I'll show you the gravity and he of that sang moment. the song and everything. People who watch Pokemon will know what the song gravity I'm of about, the but. embarrassment of that moment would have sucked light in. It would have been an event horizon <laughs> the size of <laughs> an event horizon of suck. <laughs> exactly. By the way, um, I I was uh, saying the time we watched before. Oh, here comes our little Matrix ripoff moment oh what does this, he what's it gonna choose and this whole setup obviously is a is a changing around of what happens in the comics right i don't remember what the name of the arc was but yeah. i don't remember he either even runs but. like a fairy he runs like a fairy that makes me angry like he doesn't even run like a man he runs like a, so this is a, what is that uh, but by like the way CG uh, creation yeah but this is supposed Please don't to be uh, get angry. Glad. Oh, by the way, that's really bad compositing. You could clearly no, see Bruce Bill on that. that this is bad. supposed to be Gwen Gwen Stacy, yep. who was Peter Parker's first girlfriend. And this in the comics, this is what happens. It, and he, he in the comics, he makes a choice to let Gwen Stacy die to yeah. save the civilians. To save the more the 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 greater needs the of the way yeah, yeah, need, yeah, needs of the many. Um, but that's few. but that's why he in the future he's like never again. If, yeah. if it's Mary Jane versus the world, I'm going for Mary Jane. Like yeah. is basically his whole thing from then on. But yeah, I can't. Yeah. Well, you're gonna one way or the <laughs> other. You're gonna end up down there. So well, you might as well start climbing. I kind of need you to. So shut up so, and do yeah, it. That shot just there. Did the camera come up to them or they came down to the camera? Uh, probably they. I don't know. I I would say probably the camera you came up to them. Don't know. No, I don't know. No, actually, I would say they, they probably dropped to the camera. I can't, I can't do it. Well, then don't. Like, there's there's really nothing for it now <laughs> because you're, you're just gonna. Go, Lady, go, there's go, only so much I can do. If you can't do yeah, it, exactly. Let go. If you can't do it, just, all right, just let go. Let and go. See what happens. You you <laughs> say you can't, so let's see what you can do, huh? What do you got? Are you a scuba diver? Go, <laughs> go swim. Oh, oh, slow motion, people. I, By I, the way, I like the slow motion shot of her falling away from the camera. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there goes her face. Like okay. no, they'll, they'll, there goes her, her arms, arms get ripped uh-huh. out of her, her sockets. Dislocated. I like how they're like, now we got this. Why is he always perched like that? Because that's how he flies. I was gonna say that's how he rolls, but he's not rolling. He's flying. Spider Man's pretty strong. This are the future. It's time to die. That's that's not good villain. That's a classic line. Lines <laughs> exactly. That's not that's not something you're gonna get in AFI's okay. top hundred. Spider Man. <laughs> See you in hell, Spider Man. No, ah, Spider Man. Oh, so th- so this was a part. Yeah, this was added after nine eleven. You know, because obviously uh, New York's historical typical attitude of New Yorkers is "fuck you guys," but after nine eleven, it was like, a different fuck attitude. You guys. Yeah, we heart everybody. Or, or really, not not heart you guys, more like heart you fuckers, because they didn't change that much. But, <laughs> but there was still the aspect. But this rah rah America, rah rah New yeah. York City uh, aspect was obviously very. Yeah. Okay. He should have been cut in half right there, yeah. and the falling steel cable should have killed like three kids. I just want to say. Oh, we're coming up on the end of the movie now. Yes, we are. We're getting there. Bra- uh, you know, keep keep with it, people. Keep it real. We're almost there. And they fly into this thing, they which is glass. something. I feel like they just busted into like the Jumanji house at night. Oh, Pikachu, wait. I choose you. Wait, 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 wait. This, Actually, that why, would be Charmander. Why, did, why, did, uh-huh. why anyway. did he throw the ball that would explode rather than the ball that would disintegrate him? Isn't it, is it the same ball? He's okay. Shut up! Yeah, listen, listen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> are, are, are you the Green Goblin, huh? 
Do you have magical 800% powers? No. Okay? 800% <laughs> like, he only threw that ball once. He did. No, uh, totally. He, he disintegrated people one time. He saw it. It was like, oh, that looks really CG. I won't do that again. Yeah, exactly. That didn't look very good. That's going to that's gonna ruin my rep if I keep doing that. that was Why did he even flip. do that? Yeah, that, that was the worst <laughs> That was all awkward. The and worst. Like, that was worse. Than to be fair, else that d- came before it. Uh huh. <laughs> to be fair, that is a really weird costume, and it would be hard to do a flip confidently in also that. Also, not a very have scary costume. Have you been costume. to China? No. <laughs> yes, actually. By the way, you I have. have yes, have. it was a long time ago, but I have. Then so how dare you? Don't say even that. start with how me. How dare you say? How that? dare I? How dare you really? start assuming I haven't been to China when I have? I haven't been to China. You can do it on me. <laughs> 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 Well, okay, so if he was close uh, enough to step on your wrist, what exactly were you planning to do shooting across the room? It was artistic. Would have been quick. I think she would have died pretty painfully. Who? Uh, Mary Jane. I, I love that you can well, see not, the I'm crazy follow- teeth. I'm, I'm not, Nothing. I'm not following anymore. Yes. I'm over this. Wait, what did he say about dying? Now, where did that come from? What is that, and where did it come from? Uh, it's his trident, and he rules the ocean. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I don't recall seeing him holding that ever, and now it's in his hand, and maybe, he's trying maybe, to maybe, stab Spider-Man maybe, in the face Maybe with it. it came from his um, little levitating surf, surfboard thing. Maybe, but where is that? Yeah, but that would have been go? nice to know. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, where Just is suddenly, it? it's in his hand, and it opens. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait. There's that, that classic shot of him going, no, not the brick wall. Not this. Like, he's got this suit that makes brick him... Brick wall is my only weakness. Th- that, that, he's, got this, <laughs> yeah. he's got this suit that makes him indestructible, but the brick wall, no. No. No, not the brick wall. <sighs> Kingdom of the maybe you could soul. Maybe you could play that off like he was being like mocking about it. He's like, oh, no, ha, 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 just stands up. But I don't know. Even that would be difficult to pull off. By the way, this is armor, so I don't understand why. why yeah, why are you punching him in the face? Hey, yeah. guess what? Here's a question. Who cares about Spider-Man or the Green Goblin at this scene? I don't care about either of them. Nope. What are we looking What do you care about, then? I don't care about anything. What's for dinner? That's I, yeah, I care about <laughs> finishing this movie so I can go on with the rest of my day. <laughs> you know what would you guys, been, I mean, do you, have, do you it, care about this conflict that you're watching? Oh, wait. Wait, it would have been bold if they put Danny DeVito as Spider-Man. <laughs> Stop that, it. That would have been bold. <laughs> You're fired. That would have been I'm never really casting bold. you as a casting director. I just want to say <laughs> that. That would have been... Danny DeVito that would, that would, that would, that would, Okay, that would have been brave, but bravery Wait. can be stupid. Eric, you killed... You tried to kill. You tried to kill. You, you, yeah, but you killed all those innocent people. All those innocent generals and defense contractors. Yeah. So, Who did they ever kill? Yeah. Who did they ever hurt? <laughs> all those Halliburton executives. Huh? I think Snoop Dogg would have been a good Green Goblin. Seriously, okay. <laughs> You're worse than you guys Jake. Care about the Jesus. At all? Huh? No. I mean, seriously, is this is this filmmaking working on you? He would no. have broken out into a hip hop song. Not really at this point. That, yeah, that we we nice. acknowledge you and we've moved on. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> this is so boring. Oh God. The Green Gizzle. Is that what I wonder if there's people? I wonder it? if there's people out there who are really into this movie and they're listening to us and disagreeing. Like fuck you, fuck you. And then Hancock flies in. Yeah. He's got the one messed up eye. He's like, Ugh. why does he say Godspeed? Because he's Whoa. gonna kill him. Yeah, but but respects him. Respects By the him. way, that was uh, that was discontinuous. He puts his hands up, and then when he says, "Oh, his hands are down," and then they're back up. Fuck you, editor. I like how Spider-Man was slipping, was flipping up in slow motion, and the thing still like blasted through the shot uh-huh. like insanely fast. 
See, don't tell Harry. No one tells Harry anything, the poor, poor child. Yeah. No well, wonder he's so angry. He's Cameron Fry. He screwed Mary Jane first. It's fine. Yeah, but no one told him that. That's what we're saying. The movie sucks. It's horrible for him. <laughs> the entire time. Everything <laughs> exactly. about his life blows. He screwed Mary Jane, but no one even told him that it happened. No, they did. He was awake and conscious the entire time. He had to. Oh, yeah. He was like, why is this happening? Make what have stop. I done? He tried to push her off, but her legs are strong. This is like not what metal. it looks like. Yeah, exactly. No. Explain. Listen, he's the Green Goblin. Here's his mask. He's, Seriously, do it. Do it. No, he, does, he doesn't, go, he doesn't but, go through all that. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa By whoa. the way, every gun in this house seems to have, or every drawer seems to have a gun in it. Every gun in this house. As a girl. Every gun has <laughs> a gun in it. They're all loaded, ready to fire. Every gun shoots guns, man. <laughs> no, as we went through, this isn't a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> Sam Raimi. See? I believe him when he's just looking pensive. Yeah. He looks pensive, and I don't want to hurt him. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Harry. No, you don't. He was your uncle. You told him he wasn't your father, and then he died. I know what it's like. Live with it, okay? (laughs) Live with it. It's never. You you can't take it back. You can't apologize, okay? One day, Spider Man will pay. That's that's good writing. Yeah, that's excellent writing. Yeah, I I will say I, I as I'm sure I've mentioned before I take acting classes across the street a little theater over here. Seven <laughs> Eleven. Well, well, everyone listening is like across the street from me in that house over there. You mean <laughs> across van, the street from the, our the, our the Coin Lab studio? I'm here. sorry we told you, Brian, but that's that van isn't actually acting classes. Oh, but I've learned Ouch. so much <laughs> about life and love. <laughs> but uh, James Franco is actually clever. a graduate, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, of this, he stopped going when he made money. No, Graduation. He, 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 he comes Zuma back cum laude, the man. Van, the van thing. Was but the teachers talk about that. how how not good he was when he started, and how he worked his ass off. Like how he had no money. He just he had literally. Right, maybe the, one day you can be in a very subpar superhero superhero movie. Well, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I mean, man. you know, living the dream, living the dream. He did essentially become like the main character in number three for a little while. It good. Is, Fuck! I'm just saying. You, you, you can. I, I'm I just saying. Seen, you I haven't seen any of them. You haven't seen any of them? Oh, we'll get that. He slaps Tobey Maguire in part two. Well, he he like does. Slaps him. Like, and, like and James girl. Franco has some very funny uh, uh, scenes on FunnyOrDie.com where like mm-hmm. acting lessons with James Franco, and he uses that's the scene he well, that's uses. Good, because otherwise he would have to die, as we as we have established from the name <laughs> of the site. Like, this is like the opposite of the Batman Begins ending, where it's like I love you, not he yeah. Away. And Batman Begins, it was like, goodbye, not. Yeah. Let's stay together. And then they, and then she turned into a different person. To everyone's benefit, I think. I don't buy this at all. Not I don't buy all. where she was like, I want to survive so I can touch Peter Parker. It's like, no. I'm sure I would, like, given, given their relationship so far, I'd be more inclined to be like, I hope I don't die so I can have a burger one more time. Like, before being like, I'd, I want to see Peter Parker's I need to look Tobey Maguire in the eyes more. What happens is she tells everyone that. You liked, exactly. You Probably. liked this movie, though. Huh? You liked this movie, though. I didn't hate this movie. Do you now? Huh? No, I still don't hate it. I think it's. I think it's. We'll get there. We'll get there. We're yeah. two minutes yeah, away yeah, from yeah. the end of the movie. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. I, I want to yeah, point yeah, out. I want to point out how oh, awful of a him. choice this. She chooses. They're both at the funeral of their best friend's father, and she chooses that moment to say, "I love you." He, you can't wait a day. Yeah, Doesn't that well, seem a little inappropriate of a place to have that conversation? Well, the the best friend just jumped in the car and drove away, so he's not watching. 
It's fine. And Aunt May's making a sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> Aunt May's busy making sandwiches. They got like five minutes. Anyone want a sandwich? Anybody? Oh, we brought back the narration, by the way. That we're like, right. oh, yeah, we did awesome that. if you walked on the screen. <laughs> just, holding, sandwich. just holding a little sandwich. <laughs> a little tray of sandwiches with her black veil on, looking all sad. Sea biscuit. <laughs> I, I just do you, I do want to point out that that it uh, he did not play the horse sea biscuit he played the jockey. You know I never saw bisco- saw biscuit. Fuck. <laughs> Whoa, that was awesome. Seen if it just happened here, yeah. <laughs> the facial expressions <laughs> and contorting. Do you guys remember place. the Oscars when it was Sea Biscuit and Return of the King and Return of the King like sw- sweep the whole thing? But it was that year. It was like Sea Biscuit and Return of the King were up for the same everything award, like the same eleven awards. I and just, Return I just of do the want King to won them all. And uh, Tobey Maguire had to present some of the awards. And by the end of the evening, you could tell how utterly pissed he was uh-huh. really? that Sea Biscuit had was completely, well, completely pants. You know what's kind of funny <laughs> is that I, I uh, sort of kind of remember. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, and I don't remember Sea Biscuit at all. That's one yeah. of those Oscar movies that like fucking disappears mm-hmm. after it comes out. Yeah. Hey, look, movie. I, I love how now, like a minute later, she's like, "Wait, turn that upside down, put it <laughs> in the rain." <laughs> My God, like I like how Sam Raimi didn't do do one of those overlay things with that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He could he have just have. overlaid the the kiss. He with have. great power comes great responsibility, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's a line we heard five times already." The so, opening night lull. Yeah. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? Who am I? He, he must have liked that Jackie I'm Man. I'm Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Who am I? He really liked that Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, see, we should have put some of that in. That was, that was, I was going to say about Elfman, uh, he did you know, Terminator Salvation. He didn't want to use the Terminator theme at all, and you could tell, because he only used it twice, and he's like, fuck that theme. I'm, I'm Danny Elfman. I, don't, I didn't write that theme. I'm not putting it in. I don't in think that's how it went. This one's life. for you, yes, America. It is. No, it's not. Yeah, this one's for you, America. America! What? I perch on your flag. <laughs> Pull. He's also he's also the colors of the flag. Okay. I don't is know he? if you noticed. Red, white, but and blue? Yeah. Really? Yeah, although some There's of no it's... white. It's kind of silver. I've also, is white? His, his, eyes are, his, huh? his eyes are white in the comics. Yeah. But not here. Shut up. Therefore, it's not <laughs> that. It's... Not. it's, it's it's a reflection of America. See, oh, look, they have, spider like web. they have spider web on the credits. Yeah. That's, that's pretty... All right, Brian, how do you feel cool. about Spider-Man? Uh, We're going to watch two and three. In fact, uh, we can watch them today if you want to. No, God. All right, how do you feel about Spider-Man, sir? I like it even less, and I didn't like it before. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Michael? I still don't hate it. I mean, I never... Fuck you! I never loved it. I never thought it was... Uh, you know, I, I never thought it was The Dark Knight. And in fact, I kind of don't think The Dark Knight is The Dark Knight. It's not, like, actually. Yeah, like, not really. I, I really, actually don't even care for that movie. I really like The Dark Knight. I, I would even say I love The Dark Knight, but I don't... this movie, though? I don't think it... it blo- well, I'm just saying people's scales are a little bit weird to me. Like... I, I didn't expect this to be the Dark Knight uh, because I hadn't seen the Dark Knight yet, and uh, <laughs> that is just it seems reasonable. I didn't expect this to be nine eleven all over again. <laughs> exactly, but um, and I have seen far worse movies. I, I think there, are, as we talked about, there are a lot of missed opportunities. But this isn't a complete clusterfuck like a number of other movies that we've already reviewed. So, uh, you know, I, it's it's mediocre. And if you're if you want it to be like if you want it to be the Dark Knight, if you want it to be the greatest superhero movie up to that point, then it is a failure in that sense. But just as a superhero comic book movie, straightforward, kind of campy, 
you know, it, it's it, it feels a little long, especially having seen it several times. It drags a little bit in places, but I don't think it's awful. I think it, it does its job. It could do it better, but it does it. Anthony? I think it's aged pretty quickly. Like, at the time, it was actually kind of exciting. People liked it a lot. It made, it made a lot of money for a reason. Um, but in the last, what is it, 2002, so that's, what, seven years ago? Seven. It's, it's, that's a long time in movies. Well, not entirely. I mean, Pulp Fiction is what? That was back in... Pulp Fiction wasn't an action movie, though. I mean, I mean, action has evolved so much in the last seven I guess years. So. Well, it has its For moments. better or worse. It, ha- it has its moments. I, from the first time I saw it, I, there were things I didn't like, like the fight scenes and the way he moved. Um, so... I hate. I just hate the action sequences, and that's what keeps me. Because with a movie like this, you go back to watch the action sequences. That's true. I'll and agree with that. The action sequences are terrible in here. I think if the so if keeping everything else the same, what do you think? If everything else was the same, but the action sequences were badass, would you be like, "I love Spider Man"? I would. I would I, fast I, forward. I, it, but. I'd probably go back and watch it several times if the action okay. sequences were good. Okay, I can give you that. Um, I would put up with all the bad acting if the action sequences did it justice. Yeah, I can see that, but. Neither really come together, especially watching it now seven years later. It's it's forgettable now. So my personal hell would be watching Spider Man. One more time. <laughs> you did that. over and over again, over and over again. Sure, that'd be hell in a handbasket. But hell would be watching it once more. This movie bores the Christ out of me. I almost universally hate everything about it, and it's not out of the fact that they did something wrong. It's about so much, oh God, the strength of every mediocre thread tying together the quilt of this fucking movie. Everything about it is just so blah. And it's weird. Well, what would you have done differently? I don't fucking know, man. I wouldn't have made this movie. I hate comic book movies. I hate comic book characters. I hate <laughs> well, Sam that, Raimi. That I hate maybe, Kirsten Dunst. Okay, I fucking here, hate everything. Here may be the I problem, hate Jews. then. I hate all of them. <laughs> You're walking in expecting a bad day. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. I, it's weird because this is a reaction that I very, very, very rarely have in movies where I just, just unilaterally fucking, oh, fuck this movie. I can't think of any others that are like that. But maybe me. if you watched it when it first came out, you would have felt differently. A lot of movies have come since then that have kind of like, that followed this and just made comic book movies crap. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I, name name a few comic book movies that followed right after this. They're all bad. All of them were. Daredevil. Of them, even, well, most of them Dare, are. Daredevil. <laughs> Electra Electro. followed Daredevil. Oh, I, I mean, mean and I really seriously I liked, don't have that but reaction. I liked X2. I know you didn't. I didn't like I didn't I like X2. I don't have that reaction to like a lot of movies where it just I don't like annoys, third one, it, no, but, it annoys oh, me to yeah. the point of feeling aggravated and personally affronted. Mm-hmm. But this movie does, and I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know. Wow. It's, I'm it, normally it, that it, guy. It, it may but. be that it just takes itself so fucking seriously. See, I don't think that it does personally. Yeah, That's I don't the think thing so. for me. I don't think it takes itself very seriously at all. Well, and so far as not not like not like a movie like Schindler's List takes itself seriously. By the way, by the way, the Albert Einstein picture you pointed out, they had to put a uh, a note about getting the rights to put his likeness in not, there. Not the Just way, to have that picture in the background. So not smart. the way that Schindler's List takes itself seriously as a movie. Mm-hmm. No. The way it takes itself seriously enough to have been made. People did that for days and days on end. That's too much I to think, put into a th- I think the problem is bed, the bed that eats, okay? Oh, it's not it's, I know bad. I don't know why I'm having this reaction to it, but for some reason it's like a chemical thing. Mm-hmm. Something about my brain and this movie 
don't like each other. Okay, wow. so oil and why, water. why do you think it made $800 million then? I have no idea. It's, it's literally got to be like a separation I'm, of where I'm at now and where they were then. And what else was having there? Seen, what else was there at the time? Having not seen any other superhero movies and having very little experience with the, the most recent, characters. The most recent superhero movie at the time, I believe, had been X-Men. And before that, it was Batman and fucking Robin. Yeah, so this was... So this was a breath of fresh yeah, goddamn was, air this, this at was, that point. This was good for the time. This was... And you know, and and you don't. But I, you never I mean, want to make a movie that someone later says was good for the time. But you don't. I mean, you, you, don't you really can't have anticipate. A you, you can't, can't anticipate. Do, you, you can't you know? anticipate something like. Well, that. you can. Pre- you can't anticipate it, but you can prepare better for it. Right. You can. If you make a movie really well, you can make it. That's timelessly. true. That's true. Absolutely. Citizen Kane feels modern. Seven, Citizen Seven. Seven is timeless. Seven mm-hmm. is timeless. Seven and Citizen Kane, same movie, basically the exact same film. <laughs> Casablanca is still a damn interesting movie to watch. It is actually. I just saw it. Like recently. Home Alone. Anyway, but at the end right. of the day, we finally made it through. We're back to the title, title uh, the menu. menu screen. Thank you uh. very much for listening. If you if you enjoyed this commentary, and bless you if you have, you can find more at our website downinfront.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and listen to all of them you want to. And until next time, my name is T. Christie, and I'm Brian Finister, Mike Scott, Anthony L. And this has been Down in Front. You can find us at twitter.com/downinfront. And until next time, thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Good night. friendsinyourhead.com